0: Every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States Is a communication to the children to take a
1: trip To cop out To groove The psychedelic checklists
2: on the record albums
3: have their own history. This is a special question We don't want to smoke genetically by the side, <laughs>
4: Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host Adam Dunn and we have a full show. Packed. Packed. With Packed. cannabis breeders this week. Finally guys, they're like, oh fuck yeah. You're not talking about politics, man, because that's the last thing they want to hear. Dave. No,
3: they'll say they, they <laughs> love the breeder shows because they're like Dave knows nothing about breeding. Oh, yeah, so they will yeah. just shut the fuck up the whole show.
2: That is it. That is the whole that is the reason we do these shows. I thought I was here to talk about my political views. No. I've talked enough about breeding. Oh. I was here to talk all about politics today. It's like the uh. DJC, you would be.
4: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> that's
4: it. Um,
3: no, this is not a political show. All right. I'm, I'm just kidding. We
4: have I'll uh, save it. Right now we have Irie Jeff from Irie Genetics in the house and from uh, Grow From Your Heart podcast, so we should have a professional show now. Finally. Not with we'll me. We'll do our best. We've got a real podcaster here, not just like me jibber jabbering, fucking it all up uh I just edit bro it's just
2: editing <laughs> oh editing no we don't do that we're so yeah, yeah. we're so anti-edit edit. around here
4: Edit. wait a minute what is that exactly i'm cheating you, how do you fucking <coughs> listen to yourself over and over again i can't do that i just go drive um
2: nuts. honestly it drives me absolutely crazy uh, <laughs> I, have to, I have to record the show take like an hour break then try to listen to it and i just pay attention if i say numbers or something mm. that's the only editing i really pay attention to make sure i don't say anything wrong but yeah it, it is right. annoying it is it's one of those oh, weird well yeah,
4: no. i get lost in the sauce on those things like where i'm just like you know at first I'm, um i think i can do it in like an hour so if it's and then it's just like three days later you're like well i completely fucked that all up okay <laughs> i might as well start over again so yeah editing is a whole a whole other part of uh, production where and then there's a lot of podcasts out there that are concise and slick and well put together and i'll, I'll be jealous like for like two seconds and then i'll think about it and i'll be like you know what we just set it and forget it around here once it's done. Yeah. It's like a live performance. It's like if you're a band doing a live performance and you've never recorded anything, you just do everything live, man, you've put out such good talent and and amazing stuff, but they get them in the studio and all of a sudden it's like, it's all constricted because they have to, what do you mean we got to do it again? Like, no, dude, this is... The the flow man it's all about a flow. metronome what so <laughs> this show is a big jam band fest right now <laughs> you'll never hear it again <laughs> we, we don't know what's gonna happen it's pretty much the same formula we don't have no idea what's happening we just mix up some ingredients and hopefully something good comes out of it I feel it works like, every time I feel like this show every would time. be great well 70%
3: <laughs> of the time it works every time
4: that's right so uh, since you're, you got about an hour with you so let's, let's, uh, let's cut to the chase um, excellent so you're you're in Pueblo, right? Are you originally from from there, or where are you from originally? Uh
2: nobody cares. But I grew up in SoCal. I'm from California, but when you talk about it, people just roll their eyes. But yeah, I'm from the Long Beach area. I grew up in Belfalor, California. I mm-hmm. uh, moved to Colorado when I was about uh, just before my 15th birthday. Oh, wow. And I've been here uh, often. I've left a few times, but I end up back here uh, in Pueblo every time. It's a super easy spot.
4: It's funny because that's like the opposite of most the most people, you know, end up in Cali, right? That's that. To me, that's yeah. a, that's and that's always when I feel like. That's one of the reasons I, de- I didn't move there. Is because I'm like, oh man, everybody ends up there. Because once you get there, it's really hard to move back to anywhere else, weather-wise, or you get stuck into uh, just the lifestyle, um, or you go broke there. Exactly. It's not that out. it's a, not that it's a good. Yeah, exactly. You get st- you get caught in that trap, right? Um, but were you so when you were 15, uh, coming here, was cannabis even on the radar at that point? Because I mean, it's young, but.
2: Uh- I was a little weed smoker, but it wasn't anything that I knew would ever be anything. You know, I was just smoking weed with my stoner friends, riding our bikes around. And then when we came here, uh, we went camping on a trip right after I got, I caught here in the winter. So the summer came and we went camping and I was just waiting. I was like, who's got the weed in Colorado and somebody busted it out on a camping trip, just like I expected. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well now we are all best friends. And so that started the, uh, the, the weed head adventure, I guess here in Colorado. Yeah.
4: And, and at that time, uh, so your parents your parents stayed here also the whole time everybody's been like your, your whole family now is it uh, relocated here i assume
2: uh yeah most of us yeah yeah and most of us
4: anybody else in the family growing or was it kind of just you the first one to break out and decide uh, that this is what you wanted to
2: do i've got memories as a little kid of uncles growing in the back of an apartment and it's a really vivid memory because i remember my uncle told my other uncle something uh make sure you do this later on tonight And Mm -hmm. so my uncle left and my other uncle went to do the work and him and my somebody else, I can't remember who else was, I remember his name, but I don't remember what the the relationship was there. But my uncle and Wayne are talking about how to take care of the plant and they were going to do it wrong. And I was like, no, no, no. Uncle Eric said to do it this way. And they kind of looked at me like, Oh shit. The little kid's been paying attention and he actually got it right. So I remember that uh, as a little kid, I had to have been based on where we lived. I had to be seven, maybe eight years old because I remember that house. So I was around it, but I wasn't involved or anything at that time, but they were growing, yeah, uh, I grew up around uh hustlers and drug dealers my uncles uh they laid the foundation for this they taught me so that's that's where I learned it it's from those uncles
4: right um, yeah, I mean that's the thing is uh exposure like for me, it was different it was like uh wasn't really grow there was growers in in around us, but like uh like when we went out to went to in the Catskills I had friends who uh I was about the same age probably about eight or nine I guess maybe at the time and they had these outdoor cabins so all the kids had their own cabin so it was kind of like you know the kids cabin the parents cab- you know they, everyone had their own spot so when we went the kids and it was all different ages there was like a kid around my age a kids a bit, kids old you know a bit older and we had brought it was funny too because we had brought um switchblades from New York, right? So like, I was like, hey, check this out, right? right? And the guys were like, whoa. And they are like... And in the end... So we were there for like a week. And then by the end, they ended up tr- giving us a fucking... Like a, a um, paper sack full of buds, right? But it was like all kind of outdoor whatever because everybody there grew like this is a classic old school grower the guy's name was herb right the fucking old guy's name <laughs> it's Like you couldn't get more classic right and uh yeah we were funny because we were like about nine at the time i guess it was and we were driving back and it was like we were in the back seat of the car and all our stuff was in the trunk and there was like a weird police thing going on and there was like cops on the road and then the parents of my friend were like "Whoa." hope you guys don't have anything in the car, like, like a joke. And we were like, both looked at each other like, uh, yeah, we kind of do. And it was like, like, what? What do you mean you do? And then after we drove through, because they didn't stop us or nothing, it was just like cars on the side of the road. Next At the next stop, we stopped. They opened up the trunk and they looked in there and they were like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> like nine-year-old <laughs> kids with like a QP of fucking outdoor or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so and there yeah. was no way the cops would have believed it was yours. Oh no, yeah. they, they would have totally been like, "What? what? Oh, yeah, but it was, but it was just hilarious. It was one of those like, the first memories of of being a little hustler at that time. Nine years old. Holy it's shit! A good, good time to start. It's a good time, man. Yeah. Might as well start young. Know, start him young. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like my kid's eight. He's got one more year. No, it worked out for us, right? Right. Um, so, it, 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 so when did you start actually, fit, you know, growing? Was it like from uh, outdoor or some?
2: Uh, I don't do outdoor. I participated in an outdoor one year about four days before harvest. It all got stolen. That really beat my spirit for outdoor growing. I'm mm-hmm. um, sticking to indoor stuff. Um, so I was in another state and I was at a friend's house and I noticed through a gap that there was an HPS light hitting me in the eyes and I'd been around it before. And so I was like, hey, dude, not to be that guy, but I can see your light coming through there. And instead of him just being like, oh, shit, I should fix that. He was like, you know what's up. Help me. And so he recruited me to go in there and kind of give him some advice. And since my uncle's kind of showed me on accident how to grow, I went in there and I just got an eye for things and I seemed to catch on quickly. So I went in there and helped him and we kind of diagnosed his grow. I helped him get his grow in Kansas going. We kicked ass a little bit in Kansas for a minute Then he had an emergency and had to leave town. I took over his grow for a little while. Uh, That gave me experience. Uh, I came back to Colorado. Uh, I had some family pass away. So I came here to take care of some family issues. Uh, when they passed, I actually turned their bedroom into my first real grow space. So that was kind of the evolution. I learned a little bit in Kansas, and then came here and set up my own spot in somebody's space after they passed to kind of cover their bills. We had to cover the rent and shit, and right. they were gone. We needed the income, and I was like, I know how to do that. Hang up a light. The lights are more reliable than roommates, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that is that 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 is for sure. That is for sure. Yeah kind of cra- crazy uh
4: path though, if you think about it, like Kansas definitely not on the radar for like places where you learn how to grow cannabis I mean that's definitely, right. that's like uh, yeah, I guess yeah, one of the off states, especially being a guy from California right a guy from California ends up growing weed starting in Kansas, but
2: that's pretty awkward, and, I never really put that together but,
4: yeah <laughs> well, and also <laughs> and, well, and also the the fact that I mean, if you live in cali, you probably would have uh. Been grown out, outdoor because it's so much cheaper and easier and you know just from the if you're in the right environment it's it's always right one. i mean yeah. i because i lived in amsterdam for so long i like we have the worst outdoor growth season there and it was kind of the same thing they always get ripped off like it's almost a guarantee because of the way that the houses are built there everybody can see what you're doing and if you're growing on the roof all the roofs are connected, so that's gone. You know, I mean, there's like really well. no no way to win. Like, the d- only way is if you're in like a second floor balcony that people can't quite get to. Or, but literally, I've seen you know more than more than more than their share gets ripped off. So you never get you know by, that, that that definitely turns your uh, you know stomach it as a grower you're like yeah it's really i did discouraging. all that yeah. i did all that fucking work and they always yeah the funny thing is is in amsterdam too they're chickens well in amsterdam too they're all very very good at it so <laughs> they're like don't do it in august you know what i mean it's not like they're coming out and stealing shit when it's all you know in veg or anything they just wait until like the day you're about to harvest like you're literally saying i'm gonna harvest on tuesday they'll be there on monday you know what i mean like fuck how did the fuck yeah, did they know yeah so yeah. I can understand that. Um, so, when you were starting indoors, was and you're learning that was somebody else's setup, you said, and the kind of like just took over their thing. And or then you got your first setup in your place. What, what were yeah. you talking like? Two lights, three lights,
2: something? Um, one light? I started with a silly little 250 watt light in a closet, and I quickly realized that was kind of silly. It wasn't going to do much. Uh, so, I ended up with a couple of 600s and a five by five tent uh, and a spare bedroom, and it put out quite a bit of product. Uh, and then I was actually working with a dispensary and i was kind of making fun of the grower there i was like yeah you put out a lot but it's not that good mm-hmm. and he was like well then do better than me and that was a lot of what inspired me to go hard uh then i did better than him uh, and they made me the grower at that dispensary so that's where i started getting a lot of experience uh it, we had probably that, 25
4: that, lights in one area is that pueblo also or is that some other part of? Pueblo?
2: yeah it was actually the first dispensary here in pueblo in city limits it was called metamar ministries we called it metamar ministry to kind of fly under the radar uh, use the word ministry in there. It looks uh, looks better. Uh, <laughs> Medamar Medical Marijuana Ministry, right. or the Medical Marijuana Ministry. Uh, we call ourselves a caregiver services. We didn't talk too much about cannabis on our advertising. You could come in and buy an eighth, though. Right. That's a very stoner uh, name, right there. Whatever. What year was that? I want to say 2007 or 2008. Wow. So that's that's pretty. That's right before Eric Holder's speech. Before
3: the coal memorandum?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh wow. Good for and you, then man. They came and closed us because of they decided it was zoning. They took twenty two thousand dollars in taxes from us and then three days later came and closed us because we were improperly zoned. But they didn't arrest anybody. Yeah. Uh they had a, a cop and a city attorney and he handed us a letter and it said close. And we're like, basically we have to close right now. Wow. And so that was It was, it was polite. It wasn't, it could have been much worse, you know? So we took it as a a $22,000 insult.
4: How long did you guys manage to stay open then? How how long was it? Completely.
2: I want to say about two years, maybe 18 months ish, but it started off. uh, We started off in one little office doing it tiny and Mm -hmm. then we just expanded. And eventually we had three bud tenders and a full store operating with a line out front. And that's, that's kind of what got their attention. Yeah. Thank you. It was it was, a good and time. was that
3: was were you were you requiring people have med cards back then or yes. was it
2: yeah know, medical could, only yeah
3: cuz that was, was probably a, there were probably only about 5000 patients in the whole state then or
2: 5000 yeah. cards issued who knows how many they would travel they from everywhere we would get people from yeah. Durango and Grand Junction and all over the place and they would just do the dispensary run back back then it wasn't uncommon to just pack up the car on a saturday and map out on weed maps or whatever we're going to hit this one this one this one this one this one until we run out of money mm-hmm. and then we'll come home and just do the dispensary run like a pub crawl, and just hit in all the shops. Yeah, it's wow. It's funny how
4: uh, you know the the market has matured in such a like kind of. Those are you can feel the kind of the the excitement part of that, like that, like oh, dude, we're gonna get in the car and we're gonna go buy weed at all these shops and cruise around. And it was like that weird fresh moment, you know what I mean? And now it's almost like. What I gotta go to the store? Jesus fucking Christ! They don't yeah. you know, they don't <laughs> deliver right to my mouth. Like, come on! I gotta just open my <laughs> mouth and the shit just uh, like yeah. nobody wants to do. So that experience. I mean, the retail experience is so dead now. It's crazy. Like it's, I'm so glad I did retail for 20 plus years in Amsterdam and then came over here and did it for another eight, six years or something like that until we kind of stopped. But those. It was fun because you had meet. You got to meet people every day. That was the whole point of it. Like it wasn't, you know. And, and yeah it wasn't. You know, I wasn't trying to do a turn. I wasn't trying to do a high volume business. I was just trying to do high quality business with best people. Like you know. And so you kind of, yeah. You now it's weird. If I watch videos of just anything with a crowd, it's like, oh, that's so weird. <laughs> like it just looks weird. You know what I mean? And we used to. That was our whole point. Was, you know being social and trying to pack them in yeah it's really try.
2: stale and just it's hurting you're just hurting them into the waiting room out of the waiting room into the bud room out of the bud room into the payment room get them out of here herd more people in Ring the bell keep them moving yeah yeah,
4: yeah. And that's so you know that's that is definitely not kind of what what i was envisioning because of the it's it's and it's so crazy too because now we've killed again the whole social like the idea of social use is just killed like killed like yeah. it was and that was to me the most one of the most important missing elements in the cannabis scene in colorado for instance and kind of almost all over the place there were some places packed you know pockets here and there but like it either would be too swaggy and fucking just like you've been somebody's dirty meth house or something you know what i mean yeah. or it was like so clean and sterile but boring and they way that you know because they're all like trying to overdo it you know it was very hard to find that happy medium where you're like cool nice and comfortable but yeah i feel like all that shit's just kind of out the window so it's cool that you got to experience that and be part of that because those things never you know those are just like moments in time kind of like how amsterdam was in the 90s early 90s amsterdam was also a certain moment in time where you know you had to be there when you were there you're like dude this is great and like yeah that, that now you go to amsterdam and it's it's totally different like the vibe you know people who live there that are have been there for americans that i know that have been there since then are just like dude it's so terrible now and now after this whole situation it must be even weirder because everything is just yeah
2: they can't
4: talk so uh what was your first strain that you kind of like clued in on that you made you like go like all right this is this is
2: what i want to do and because you had to start somewhere right i was growing some white rhino and it was really paying the bills uh white rhino was kicking it and then some flow i got a flow clone uh it's rumored that this flow clone came from ed rosenthal Uh, i cannot guarantee that but it was uh, a friend of mine went to oaksterdam and he said he brought the clone from ed from oaksterdam and then he gave me the clone Uh, and that clone really did a lot of good work for me so i started playing with that um then i started breeding with a strawberry diesel go ahead
4: just what year was that because that flow is taking over all of colorado is that the same flow yeah or is, that, is that the actual cut that it's particular it's cut? that
2: same flow with that uh minty anisey kind of dirty feet uh it's got a really i call it like a hippie smell it smells like a hippie bus it's mm-hmm. got incense and funk and uh, i went to a shop in boston i can't remember the name of it we called it the hindu shop everything was had all the ohm symbols on it and they sold incense and it had all the you know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. it smelled like that shop it smelled like that place that aroma dominated the dispensary Uh, it dominated my grow it dominated my house everything smelled like flow for a few years i have a love hate relationship with it just because i've smelled it so much
3: it's it was, like, one of the top five strains here in Colorado until, like, 2012, I want yeah, to say.
4: yeah, it was say, it was the, the it. most renamed clone, too. Like, I had seen so many things where people had come up with some stupid name, and I'd be like, that's flow. And they'd be like, oh, dude, how'd you know it was flow? I was like, come on, guys. It's like, it's so yeah. obvious, you know what I mean? And it was just everywhere. And it was easy to grow. I mean, the thing, I did like it because it, it's fucking easy plant to grow. It's, uh, you know, it's small. It's kind of got its, its... It has a lot of certain qualities that work in certain situations, great. But then again, it's also limiting because it has those certain qualities that it doesn't get out. It really is like... I don't know it's almost it's a little bit like how gorilla glue was so easy to grow for a lot of people that it made people who would have been shitty growers in a normal situation actually come through <laughs> with something yeah. decent and you're like oh pretty good could have been a, could have been you know there's always a, an improvement on top of that for instance but it it was like that that kind of style plan, but a purple one too and purple was so hot at that point like you know people still were tripping out on it and
2: it, yeah yeah and most of the purple weed was kind of more of an indica buzz that was purple and had more of that cerebral thing so it was kind of nice it was really cool and i've bred to it and i tell everybody that that's some of my easiest crosses to work with are the flow crosses That those crosses come out they look a lot like flow they come out with that purple mm-hmm. uh that really funky anisey cinnamon sort of smell yeah and they're just real easy to grow i recommend those for my beginner friends yeah what, i think that is you, the reason um, why it
4: was that's the reason why i was so popular because it's that you know
2: yeah
3: well down in pueblo will
2: you ever grow in the cough uh no i didn't grow the cough down here that was uh there was enough for that going around so i didn't i didn't mess dude, with that dude, one that's
4: okay. fort collins bro you can't be messing with
2: that's like yeah well, no, that's it, like crips it, it and bloods all, that's was, like crips and bloods of colorado places. dude that's like you can't even go there <laughs> that's funny no oh, well, uh, I, I...
4: <laughs> the flow is definitely one of those ones where i can see exactly what you're saying it's a love-hate thing because you're like oh my god this shit takes over every like it if you try to cry because i did i did try to make a few crosses with it at one point and then i just gave up on it because everything that you made with it came out like flow you're like oh my god this is such a dominant thing that it's not fun to work with you know what i mean it was almost like unless that's what you want if you're looking to grow a flow no but it was too easy and it wasn't challenging <laughs> like you're like okay yeah, so yeah. we've we've achieved maximum flow now what do we do you know what i mean we can yep. <laughs> what can we do um so then what was your so what was uh give it give me sort of the progression and and your as you're
2: you're uh, i tried to breed and i had two semi-decent breeding runs i messed with a uh, lemon kush that i tried to feminize and it made a bunch of hemp uh so that was a little discouraging but then my next project <laughs> was a uh, a Deadhead OG inbreeding thing. I wasn't sure what I was doing yet. So I feminized a Deadhead OG and pollinated a Deadhead OG with that. I found a keeper out of that that I loved. Then not even knowing what I was doing, I took the original feminized pollen and put that back on my new Deadhead OG keeper and that made my Grateful Dog. And that thing is just a savage. That's uh, That was probably one of my first really successful breeding projects. I made the Grateful Dog and the Heart of Gold, and another one that was known as Space Bitch in that run. And I never released the Space Bitch, but the other two, uh, they were highly successful. I went to the first Cannabis Cup here in Denver and gave away, I say 500 packs. There were at least 500 packs of seeds that I gave away. I just packaged them up, put a little sticker on them with my name on them, my Instagram or whatever it was at the time, my Facebook or something, however you could get a hold of me My space back then. Yeah, yeah, in eighteen oh four when we not were doing that. <laughs> get but that was and I just walked if you had like a bag of nutrients with you, or if you had like whatever that gave me a hint that you're gonna go home and try to grow weed, I gave you seeds. Now if you've got nutrients, you also have nutrients and seeds. Or if you got a bag of soil you're carrying it around, now you got seeds to put in that. I was just watching people that looked like they might grow. And then mm. when I would give one person seeds, two people around me would see that. They're like, bro, you got seeds, and I would just give them away. And then once my bag was empty, I just went and had a good time at the cup. And the next year, people recognized me. And they're like, do you have more seeds? And I did, of course. Okay. Uh, that year, I did it out of a backpack. I didn't even do the booth. I, did, I wasn't known enough to have a booth. But uh, eventually, I had to stop doing that because high times caught on to who I was. And they made me start paying for <laughs> stuff. They don't like you doing the backpack thing. It's so okay. giving away it's seeds okay. really it's got okay. they all, going. They
4: all went down in the long run. Yeah. <laughs> you're, winning. You're, gonna, yeah. you're winning right now. You're still, you're still a lot. You're still yeah. moving.
2: I'm gonna stay uh, stay out of that one. <laughs> it's Switzerland, there. Oh, we're gonna go into some of it in the news later. So oh, we'll talk
4: about it. Don't worry. Awesome. Don't, don't worry. Don't yeah. worry. It's it's <laughs> and now it's it's out there. What can we do? Before yeah. we'd be a little more a little more restraint. Um, so then, uh, so these so these so deadhead OG sounded like was that a mail that you? What, what did you use? How did you? What, what,
2: what direction uh, I, were you going with those things? Like. I reversed a female. I'd been buying a bunch of seeds and I was uh, like everybody else. I got frustrated throwing away boys and having shitty seeds. And I found that really quality keeper deadhead and I reversed it. Uh, And I just wanted to keep that from myself. And then people started seeing pictures of it and they're like, man, I want seeds of that. I want seeds of that. So I just made more. And then those are the seeds that I gave away at the cup and gave out to all my friends. And then I used that to make a few more things. And then I realized that um, a lot of my heroes, like the guys I was watching that were successful, they were making more regular seeds than they were fems mm-hmm. and regular seeds were more available. Of course, I was buying from the attitude back then, like most of us were. And so I was just getting the hot shit off attitude and trying to breed with that. Uh, and then I learned my breeding through that and I found a few keepers and just kept going forward. Eventually I stumbled across gauge green genetics. Uh, gauge sent me a pack of daybreaker as a he sent me a bunch of testers and he told me not to breed with those, but he sent me the Daybreaker as a gift. And I found a male in there that he just, he shined, shone, whatever. However, he was a superstar. Uh, he got my fucking attention. So I was like, I'm going to breed with that dude. And I put him on Golden Goat. I put him on a bunch of other things, mm-hmm. but I put that dude on Golden Goat. And that, that made uh, my arise. And that's really what started to make me shine in the breeding industry and selling seeds. That's when people really caught on. <clears throat> How's
4: that Golden Goat? <clears throat> go- never- How's that Golden Goat? I guess I never, I never, uh, i grew it once just like you know, in the very beginning when i first came here and i liked it because it was weird like it grew like it was very yeah. distinctive i was like wow that's a but it tasted like like my sage too much and i was kind of like ah, it's got like it's too similar and it kind of okay. falls can, in that sort of zone i can yeah. see the, i can see it getting all muddled too much terpenoline, right it was like a problem of when we did a train wreck cross with sage it was the same problem where they were almost like too similar and it was like eh, didn't enhance it as much It almost made it like, right. like it made it a little, it was, yeah, it was just made it like either one of them on loan was better than they were together for some reason. You know what I mean? So it was
2: never. Like, yeah. And for a breeder, you know that that's not, that's the opposite of the goal. You're trying to make something better than a yeah. and B. You're trying to kind make it like, a plus.
4: It literally was like, and then the problem is everyone goes, is that a Jack? And you're like, all right, I'm done with that. I'm fucking, I'm not doing that because if that's what people are getting out of that, because it's what it all kind of like, it all just goes into the same, sort of yeah, zone yeah there's plenty of that once you have a, that once you have those uh, the high terpenaline strains they all tend to get very confusing for people especially because you're like it depends how it's grown how it's dried um, train wreck yeah train wreck in California <clears throat> there's hardly any of it left it seems like there's most people like Moved on and grew sage. There's a lot of sage being called, t- called train wreck because it sells better as train wreck because people know the name train wreck. But the sage was a better growing plant for a lot of these growers that were out there, and they just sort of, just you know, pushed that one aside and said, "Well, no, it's, it's close enough." And it was like, "Oh my god, it's not close enough." It's but there are they are when you're breeding. They're they're just right parallel with each other. Um, so the arise is a is a sativa. I'm assuming is a more sativa vibe. Or?
2: I, there are kind of fifty fifty phenotypes, but more okay. of them are going to lean to the sativa side. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a sativa. Yeah. <laughs> like it's got the sound yeah. of what arise makes you lift up and want to feel good. Yeah. Did yeah. the
4: guys from Arise Festival. Uh, you ever you ever do anything with
2: them? No, but we get tagged in all the same shit on accident. <clears throat> Hashtag arise. You'll find both of us. That's funny.
4: That's cool. Yeah. That's a good combination because. Those kind of photos fo- like you could already see that page looking. You, you're you're only enhancing their page by blood shots.
2: You know what I mean? It's not like oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's- and there's people dancing in their pictures. So I mean, right? Yeah, so the- exactly, you're like, holy
4: shit, it? this weed is great, dude. Look at that. Yeah, <laughs> <they're spinning laughs> look at like has festivals named after it. I can't believe it. Um, so
3: Mark, Mark, this is when you got to segue into the little tag. If you're talking about Instagram tags about the other Irie Jeff. Oh, I, I that fixed that. I fixed earlier. that. I fixed
4: that. But yeah, well, Uh-oh. we give somebody else some props. Why not? He was tagged. You had two in there. One was right, and one was wrong. So it was kind of funny because I didn't realize that until after. But
2: also, I some other Irie Jeff is getting some props. Yeah, he's in well, he's in he North, Kore- North
4: Korea. He's in so North Korea, so. and oh. he is yeah. doing some espionage shit. So yeah, you may get yeah. you may have a, a <laughs> knock knock and uh, hello, Mister Jeff, Mister mm. Jeff.
3: Have no, you, you attach the show to that guy for a few minutes. Oh,
4: we're we're all going down, dude. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's yep. it. Anybody yep. who's listening they're to coming. the show, better lock down right now because they're we'll coming falling wrong. through the ceiling any minute. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna <come>. go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I noticed it after when somebody said, I think you got the wrong Irish, and I went and looked, and I was like, oh, there's pictures of, like, the Taj Mahal or something? Yeah. Oh, that he, was, like, a weird... He's like,
0: an India North Korea. Like, what, what is, is he weird?
4: doing? Yeah, India and North Korea. Not really the kind of same thing. <laughs> well, for genetics... Not, not my theme. Now, North Korean right? genetics, there is there is there is something up there, obviously, because everyone there is smoking weed, because it is legal, so... Wonder, I, I'd be curious to see what genetics would come out of there because. Wait, everybody smokes weed in North Korea? Hell yeah, dude! It's legal. It's been legal. W- when when did that happen? Why aren't it's we never, flying there? It's never, oh, never right. was illegal. Thing is, they knew that that's like a good like get it, get home at the end of the day, smoke your joint, shut up. <laughs> citizen, you know what I mean. Yeah. It keeps everybody in check without even like on their own, without even having like cool. I got weed. so people have like so wait. A balcony weed and shit like that. Like everyone's got a little plan out You're there. You're saying
3: balcony. you need a dictator to run the country to have weed, weed be legal? Hey, now so you guys
4: are slipping towards the uh, the the political show. Now uh-huh. that, well, oh say. Jesus! Don't gonna get gonna Jeff going. It. He's gonna go nuts. You guys, between the yeah. two of you, <laughs> <laughs> <No>? <laughs> we'll save it for another show, Jeff. The, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, you can yeah. do your own rant show, because otherwise, all we're gonna do is get pushback from our chat gang why you, so, well why? jeff
2: do you have any
3: new strains that came out that you're you know giving the sort of the covid moniker to
2: uh no, no somebody asked me that and I, I thought that that was uh i don't like covid so i'm not gonna name anything after covid Who i name stuff it? after grateful dead songs and cartoon characters because i love those so on our good shit april 2nd 89 pittsburgh civic arena that was my first show wow brother. don't good.
4: pretend yeah. like you're wow. a real deadhead because yeah. we all know you're fake <laughs> yeah it's already been it's already been it's in As black and white it's head. in blake I in 150
3: yeah. under my belt whoa yeah, that's, that's real face. To that sounds like a narc
4: talking to me right there yeah that's some Beautiful. narc talk. the i had 150 I think I was, shows i knocked at three <laughs> when you
2: went to your first show i'm just saying oh no <laughs> i think i think it was about three.
3: Oh, it was a fun show i bet green tripped balls oh. for the first time too that Beautiful. was your first time
4: yeah. ever at the show
3: First time tripping LSD at my first Grateful Dead show, wound up with my buddies on a closed section. Security guard came over to us, said something. I remember I was just starting to peek out. I said to him, brother, we're not going to hurt anybody. And he walked away and let us stay there the whole time. And a green spot was on me. And and (laughs) a friend's brother saw me. It was a it was a fun time, man it was a fun time they Sounds got better perfect. progressively better so when did yeah. you when
4: did you become the narc what, what show was that that was 13 oh good Whew. yeah yeah uh, so you ever get in trouble so what, which, which cartoon characters are you talking about now? So that would get you in trouble too. There's some more, there's some yeah. more, there's
2: some more trademark yeah. infringements there. I refer to them as the TMNT line because, uh, once I put it out, I was like, oh, I'm asking for some shit now. So yeah, there was, uh, some TMNTs. There was Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael, Bebop, Rocksteady, Michelangelo, Shredder. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so I'm just waiting for that letter. But you're not selling any of that stuff
4: anymore anyway, so they'd have to have <laughs> be a, be a, yeah, it's pretty hard for them to do much.
2: I mean, made a hundred of those packages and they went away. So right, yeah.
4: no, it's funny because I mean it's like there was that over, overuse of Star Wars, or it got just to the point where like, come on guys, we gotta stop yeah. with the Star Wars, please. You're just you're you're going against the biggest fucking thing out there, pretty much. Like yeah, let's just go. Yeah, Lucas that's Disney and now. And then now is Disney. It's now nah, you're really fucked. Um, oh, Disney, Jesus. I, I mean, and same with Brothers Grimm. I'm I'm always a little bit like, dude, you're pushing it with that fucking. You know, he calls it Cindy, oh, obviously, yeah. and I, you know, was Cinderella, but now it's Cindy. But all that shit is like, like the, You're putting yourself such a like, especially because you're basing everything on it. You know, what I mean, it's like, okay, now what are you gonna do? Like, sit around and rename everything? That's that is not easy. <laughs> um, so, besides cartoon characters and uh, as your theme and dead shows, um, are you working with other other people's stuff though? And like, are you kind of trying to stay within your own? Work, now, it's all or? somebody
2: else's stuff. I mean, I didn't invent any of it, you know what I mean? No, but, of course, uh,
4: of course. But I mean, like, are you using uh, any, any, like anybody else yeah, that you're doing
2: collabs uh, with recently? That uh, mm-hmm. we lost our good buddy Subcool recently, who's a friend of mine. Uh, I say Subcool taught me a lot about this industry, he taught me what to do and what not to do. And I take lessons from everybody, mm-hmm. uh, so I had a lot of respect for Subby. Uh, so I've got a Jack the Ripper male in a room that just pollinated a bunch of my uh, favorite females. So there will be Sub and I are collaborating. Uh, posthumously, I guess. So <laughs> right, right. You would approve. I, uh, if anybody was going to do a sub cool tribute or a sub cool collab, it was kind of my responsibility. I, I think had, that was my I job. A,
4: I had a Jack the Ripper mail like when I first came here, so 2010. So maybe it was around 2000, around then, 2010, 2000, And it was local. Someone gave it to me and it was amazing like what yeah like i only and i only had it for that run and then i just you know kind of was like ah it's not my you know it's not really my thing so i'm not going to like bring it into but but i gave seeds of that to my friends who went to australia and they had about a thousand seeds and literally every single person that they gave a seed to was like came back like holy fuck dude like that shit was just amazing like so definitely seems like as a male it's a good how, how long have you had that one for
2: Is that like an old Uh, one? It's his first run. He's uh, in, it's in flower. They've been pollinated. They're probably 21 days from being, those first batch of seeds being done. Uh The male looked awesome. Uh, There's a female in there. They're under two Canon LED lights and there's a female Jack the Ripper in there that the main cola is longer than my arms. And I'm (laughs) 6'5", but the main cola is bigger than my arm. uh, And it's loaded with seeds. If it weren't filled with seeds, I could just imagine how beefy that thing would have gotten. Yeah, right. there are a couple of winners of the Jack the Ripper in there. There's a Golden Gofino in there, or a female in there. There's an Arise in there. Um, there's also—I'm not sure what else I've revealed—but there's a Blueberry Cookies in there. So there should be some really fun crosses. That's awesome. <clears throat>
4: I had the uh, the panic the other day where I'd moved a fridge from here, and then I got it to my to my place, mm-hmm. and then. I plugged it in, but I fucking didn't check the power strip, you know? And then I came down a couple hours later and I saw water on the ground and I was like, oh no, oh no. And then, like, I, re- I remembered, I'd like, this is like, I took all most of my seeds out, but I had two trays of seeds that were at the top with an open container. Like, so literally there was about, you know, that much water at the bottom. Most of the seeds were protected, but there was a couple bags that were like, just like rando bags I threw in and I was like, no. Like, and one of them was those last, it was a Guava Chem times Jack the Ripper and those things were just a fucking fire dude. like fire and maybe I had like a hundred seeds left and half of them were wet and I was like uh, I pulled them all out and I put the wet ones into something just to see if any of them sprouted yeah. but, but those seeds are from those originals so they're from 2010 or 11 so the, you know it was like already somehow I've been carrying them around forever and never got to sprout you know basically gave most of them out uh, grew one round with them and then re- you know yeah. Now, I was like, now all of a sudden, I was thinking about it the other day, literally, like two days ago. I was like, I gotta grow these now. Like, they're, they're yep. other,
2: otherwise, I'm down to you know 20 seeds. I think sometimes seeds just talk to you, they come out when they're supposed to,
4: yeah. And it's crazy because you know, you, you get obviously i'm sure you're like myself where you give somebody seeds they give you seeds you're like "Ah, i'm probably not going to grow them but i'll just put them (laughs) in the thing and they'll go into my little collection because i just but there is a time and a place and exactly that like when you're like all of a sudden and that's the way i look at it is go every so often i'll go through and see what I want to grow, but then I have so much more I have to grow before I can even get to that point. Oh, the woes of a breeder grower. Yeah, like yeah. I like kind of think it of it
2: like having a spice rack, bro. Like one day I'm going to want to breed something with that turp in there. And I know that those seeds are on the shelf. I can go grab those, find a male or find a female that's got that desirable trait, mm-hmm. breed with that. And then it's just like sprinkling my cinnamon into my mix, you know, I got, got those on the spice rack. What
4: about um, land races or any kind of things like that? Have you ever worked with any
2: or... Uh, I'd say that land raised people are like a special breed of breeding and seed nerds. Like seed hoarders, we're our own special niche of people. Seed breeders, we're kind of like our own group with the land race guys, they're like a special subgroup of us. That's not for me. Now, Autoflower, that's not for me. It's
4: it's our I mean, well the thing is with with um, doing land raised stuff, it's fun because you're like unwrapping these things, these crazy uh genetics that sometimes are amazing, but most of the time not. And not only not but like just so unrewarding if it isn't because you got like basically 90% of the time you have real larfy stuff which needs to be grown a few times and those larfy things occasionally you'll get like wow that okay there's something in there something peppery or something nice but you have to really like be able to just take a beating on on not making any like not even getting a head stash out of it a lot of times you know what I mean where you're just like you know what it's kind of like eh. this is a bit like yeah. there's some stuff where it can just be a real pain in the ass and and i can see it. and I, I i really like to only do land race if i had greenhouse to be because indoors it doesn't make sense it's like you're you're really not gonna find the chances if you find expression yeah you're just gonna have to like when you grow them outdoors you're like wow okay that's interesting that's not interesting that's interesting that you know that you get to see the full hopefully the, the, in its full expression sometimes Even then, because depending on where you are, it might not be anything like the original environment. So you might only see a piece of that. And then you might have to bring those back inside. And then you can kind of, you know, narrow it down. I think in those situations it's fun. But you do – so you weren't doing any outdoor, but did you do uh, any – because Pueblo is loaded with greenhouses, I would figure you'd, you'd have a, a lot of your stuff at least in greenhouses growing and maybe not uh,
2: I'm right in the middle of the city. I'm a city oh, yeah. boy. My, my neighbors can hear me probably. So yeah, I've got people so close to me on all four directions. So yeah, there's no space for outdoor right here. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm kind of, I do commercial growing. I get hired to do commercial cultivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, people kind of, I call myself the fixer. It sounds egotistical now that I say it out loud. But uh, if you've got problems in your commercial grow, uh, my job is to come in and Uh, fix your problems, correct your equipment or your plants or whatever. I think I can improve and increase productivity by about 20 to 30% if you give me time and give me a budget, uh, give me a strategy. I'll go in and watch for a couple of days, see what the staff is doing, uh, see what's going on in the grow and then just make suggestions. And sometimes they take my suggestions, sometimes they don't. But uh, that's how I get to see a lot of commercial cultivation. So it's all indoor stuff. I know indoor way better than outdoor stuff i got my friend jesse if i got an outdoor gig i call jesse and give mm-hmm. him that job that's his specialty you're roman from oceans 11 what is yes.
4: uh yeah what is the uh biggest mistakes you're seeing i mean because i mean i see this i, I it's the Drying same thing
2: and curing trying oh, okay. and curing that's... and a lot of overwatering. a lot of overwatering. people don't let the cocoa cycle they want to water somebody told them to water three times a day so they do they don't care if the plants need that third watering they're fucking getting it Ah, that stuff drives me nuts but drying and curing people they produce huge crops hundreds of pounds of fucking quality product and then they just hang it dry until it's dusty and then knock the leaves off with their thumbs and send it to the store and i'm like what this could have been such good weed and you just like dried it in a fucking 70 percent humidity room for 22 days and that's all you did to it that's you should have dried and cured it But there's such a demand that nobody cares. Like the consumers are like, sure, give me the product. So there's no, until the consumers say, Hey, this is trash. Nothing's going to change. Yeah. I think that's where everybody makes
4: most of the mistakes. And definitely um, there, what I, what I'm seeing now a lot of times that people are doing is they're, they're trying to go like when they're growing with Argus systems and things, big, big systems that then they're really limiting their ability to fine tune plants. You know what I mean? So that they're, then you exactly what you're saying before the overwater because everything you know force the plants to get into their schedule instead of kind of working around the yeah. plant schedule.
2: I, all this equipment messes us up, dude. We've got all these meters that tell us everything and automate everything, and we forgot that the plants are actually the boss. We we're thinking that we got to read the meters and read the charts and look at the screens and all that. And go fucking touch the plants. That's that's what we're doing. We're growers, not scientists.
4: Yeah. The um, well, I mean that that is. I mean, I guess. It's harder when you have to train people and give them SOPs and make things work and have, yeah. it, have it to the point where they're like, but, you know, not needing you to come call at two in the morning to come fix the fucking thing for them because they can't figure out uh, yeah. the simplest things. But uh, so you're so you're you're pretty much the same. I mean, I would assume you're more of an organic guy from the group.
2: For the most parts, but then you say coco, of, but
4: then you say cocoa, uh, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, she's so a cocoa grower. I'm a,
2: a cocoa grower. New Millennium Veg Bloom and cocoa. That's that's my secret recipe, and I kill it. There you go. New Millennium.
3: Wow. Com. Com. <laughs> yeah, New <laughs>
2: Millennium. Yeah. There you go. Big up to Jaron. Jaron's one of the coolest guys I know. Even if he didn't pay me, I would still say that.
3: So you know, you can get the done deal there. You can tell all your friends if they're buying New Millennium Nutrients, they ask for the done
2: deal. to get a bit of a discount. All right. Uh, how do I do that? d-u-n-n-d-e-a-l in just, the promo code online there you go DLZ, all yeah. right all my friends that are watching make sure you write that down a lot of my people use new millennium so they'll appreciate that there you go yeah Sweetly. it's
4: that's uh, they uh, you know I, I think i love it because they're local and they're but not i mean they're international in their in their way that they design this formula because it's like i literally smell on certain products like wow it's just so much like like in amsterdam because i can just remember that from certain nutrient lines and these guys like gh and these guys developed a few of them uh, along the way so shout
2: out to those guys of course Um,
4: yeah so so coco from day one or did you ever because i mean
2: I started like everybody else at Fox Farms, Ocean Forest Uh and Advanced Nutrients and tried every bottled brand that I could think of. I was in love with Botanicare for a while, but at one point they changed something. I don't know what it was. They did. Uh, The bottles smelled differently and it didn't work as well. And so I started looking for something new and I went to a commercial cultivation and a guy named Rob was recommending New Millennium and we read about it and decided to go with it and ordered it and tried it and it increased production. I made a little more leaf than I was used to. That's why sometimes we add in the veg bloom uh, it seems to make less bushiness. If you reduce the new millennium base newts and add in the veg bloom instead, uh, I got more bud production and less leaf. Uh, but that was just from our experimentation, but I loved it so much that that's what I use everywhere now is the new millennium. Uh, if we can, some places don't want to order two different sets of products. It's expensive to order that for a big commercial facility. Uh, if they'll let me spend the money. We get veg bloom and new mill. If they just want to buy one product, I go for the full new mill setup.
4: Yeah. Well, I think and they've tweaked their formula along the way quite a lot. So there's like, and there's also the Green Sensation. Uh, yeah. And they also use uh, Budswell. And there's a few products that, are, you know, and those are all from other lines which they recommend yeah. in their own line. So you're it's kind of, of listing
2: my secret sauce also, that's oh what I know well. Oh secret sauce. Oh, I've, <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. talked, I've done a full podcast about my secret sauce. Every right. week I talk about what I put in and how many mils, so that's, yeah, it's, that's I'm a, open. That's
4: pretty much what I'm doing with a lot of my stuff too. So, and then the Silicium of cool. course is another one of their products yeah, that we love. Yeah. And now of course we might as well, we're just doing all our shout outs as we go along, but Fish Shit is the, the latest uh, in the quiver. And that okay. that is, we'll get you, We'll definitely yeah. give you, get you a sample to uh, check it Sweet. out because that—that is love it. That is, that it. is uh, the icing on the cake, really. Plus, it's cool. got the funk. It's like you—you you ever uh, use photosynthesis
2: from my? Yeah, yeah, and
4: I'm actually almost out of P
2: plus is what uh, I call it. Uh, so yeah. I'm just
4: kicking. out. That was another secret out of a secret sauce. I think that an, <laughs> But that uh, smells so terrible, but it works so good. It's exactly you're it's, you're in the exact same zone except this is even smelling a little funkier. Oh man! And think tilapia, right. think tilapia shit, and then mixed with you know a little photosynthesis. Photosynthesis has got more of that sulfury kind of vibe to it, which is you know yeah, it's, like you the bathroom sp- at the park. Well, those are the bacteria farts, basically, is what I say. It's like that's <laughs> it. it's like it's all the farts and just combined in the bacteria's mm. farting away in there, and then like you know, boom. So, um, but uh, the, the 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 cocoa side though, the only thing I my problem with cocoa was that I felt like a lot because you're putting a lot more energy a lot more effort into the to the food than most people do with cocoa most cocoa it's a b oh, yeah. it's an a b with an extra one boom everybody kind of gets lazy and the thing is it's too cookie cutter at that point and i feel like enough like people but if you can mix up like a micro like a, a little microbes in there to get it going so you're actually activating it a little bit and then water less often like you were saying also so you don't get because the other biggest problem I hated with cocoa is it's just like every fucking fungus gnat from like a quarter mile would be like dude Um, there's a killer spot over here with these like long tubes you just get in there and boom nobody's ever gonna bother you and it's like and then you just they're just fucking ah you know because it's creating that perfect like fungus gnat environment where soil you can kind of dry them out you can fucking throw down a layer on top you know you know uh, some some uh, diatomaceous earth or something like that but with coco i always felt like you were kind of like ah, eh, it comes with the fucking territory you know do you, you have a, yeah you have a, do you have a formula for what do you do for that because that's my
2: uh there's a, a freaking like a threshold that i tolerate i guess honestly because yeah. you're not going to get rid of all of them yeah there's <laughs> there's some of them that are going to be there uh but we'll either drench with evergreen or botanaguard max or if they get out of control i'll bust out the venerate and just pour, venerate in with the reservoir and just run clean water and venerate through the plants, uh, right through the cocoa. If the plants are healthy and happy, they'll take it well. They'll be cool. Yeah, do you do nematodes in the beginning ever? Or We don't do the nematodes. No, we release uh, predator mites. We do uh, Sworskis, Persimilis, Hypoaspis miles. I like the, uh, the green lace wings. that come on the cards. Yeah. It's the little eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they turn into little alligators. Those things are awesome. Uh, <laughs> so I release those. Dave's like, uh, what
4: Allig- wait a minute, they turn into alligators? Yeah, Dave? hold on a second. Yeah, They do, They, uh, they, they do. if you look at them, they, they look like little, they got little jokes, yeah, they're definitely yeah. like, they look like microscopic, well not
2: microscopic, but like an alien small. dinosaur alligator sort of thing, yeah, and they'll bite you too, I think, I think I've been bitten by green lacewings before, I'm pretty sure that's what bit me in a grove before, because so I released those, and like two days later, I'm like, oh, what is that shit, uh, they're, they're ferocious, yeah, they eat all the bugs. Yeah, lacewings are definitely do-
4: good, especially when they're young, uh, they they're go nuts. So.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're, and they're fast. If you can watch them move around, they're super fast. It's pretty fun to watch. So, yeah, a lot of predators to get rid of things. good. That's a good, good.
4: Yeah, sounds like you're you're on a winning formula there for most places. Because the thing is, once you start trying to treat, it, it's already like too late, in my opinion. You know, like you have to always be, you have to be preventative, or else you know yeah, you're, you're yeah. kind of always chasing yourself around the, the room people
2: talk so much shit when i talk about how i spray because i do apply spray pesticides and veg i'll spray venerate and evergreen i'll mix up a few things we'll put double nickel and venerate in the same tank and spray it but so people talk a lot of shit like it's poison weed but i'm like bro i've got three thousand plants in this room you cannot afford to get a bug over here so it's a whole like it's a well thought out ipm strategy but yeah i I go in pretty hard it's all about preventative i'd rather have security guards at the door than have to call the army to rescue me
4: right and and, well the thing is as long as it's in veg and there's a you have a 60 day window and you know you're like way past any kind of any kind of residuals there and you're you know your plants are growing vigorous if the plants are growing slow and look like shit then yeah then you're in trouble but if they grow past the point of wherever you sprayed like Wherever you sprayed isn't even there anymore. Like those plants are yeah, like, yeah. you know, have grown way past all that. All that shit's been shit. And
2: everything's approved by the MED and the Department of Ag. Yeah. I'm uh the Department of Ag here loves me. I'm like their poster boy. They I took a class with a lady in Denver that I was trained by the Department of Ag. I can train, I'm the train the trainer certified, so I can train Department of Ag classes now for pesticides. Uh, when the Department of Ag comes to inspect micros, I end up teaching them things. I'm like, no, it's actually this way. So I'm kind of like the poster boy. They they love me when they come to micros. So all the stuff I spray is, it's approved, and sure. we're, we're real uh, OCD about the cleanliness and PPEs and shit. Yeah. I think it's important. Well, I,
4: that's the thing, is on cocoa you really have to be a preventative too, though, because once, like, there's less there to there's, yeah. less, there's less there for the for the bugs to kind of even consider you know i mean where it's just your plants you got nothing but your plants the roots got nothing but your roots whereas like when you have you know living soil they they can deal with it enough of a threshold even if there is even if something got into the room there's a balance there where the you know the things will be taken care of but it might you might have to deal with it you see even if you see a little thing you don't freak out about it because you know everything will kind of be in check but when it's on cocoa like if you just like oh look there's a couple like when someone says a couple of mites
2: forget about it. Like, that's yeah, already yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, those uh, two are fucking already. There's, there's like, a, those two mites are fucking when you didn't look, and I they got, made four, I got a couple, those four fucked couple, each other. I got
4: and, a couple of mites. I'm like, yeah. there's no such thing as a couple of mites. Like cockroaches, anything you see, there's fucking a hundred mites. There's a hundred more yeah. somewhere you can't see, and then rooms, and there's a, like, especially because everything's underneath the leaves, and you don't really pay. If you see some de- actual stipple damage, yeah, you're probably going to yeah, being on the chasing you better run. Better, hopefully, you're already in flower at that moment, or or that not. kind of way
2: back in the corner where there's a little bit of a little bit of shade, but a lot of heat. Go look back there. That's there's going to be an infestation. If you see a few mites, that back corner is going to be loaded up.
4: Yeah. So it's yeah. It's just and, and it is uh, the, the shitty thing though is that we're all grown like most of us are grown with. I mean, that's I guess was another reason for LEDs. But uh, you know when you're growing with double-ended or anything like that you pretty much have a hard time with any flying predators they're they usually don't last you know what I mean whereas if you have a room with its led or sealed lights or something where they're not they can just kind of dance around it a little bit no problem but especially like ladybugs were sad because they're so big and then you, oh, can, man. you come in your room and you're like wow just a bunch of dead ladybugs everywhere and you can and you smell, can them, smell bur- them yeah they're <laughs> yeah. Like barbecue kind of little, little little barbecue going on here but yeah it's a set cuz they they don't last but but they're they're great when they like when you when you're in a room when you can and they can actually reproduce and you get the the larvae and you don't get like those are the ones like those yeah. the first, the first those day you see a lady ones. the first day you see a ladybug larvae you think you're getting like invaded by aliens or something you're like holy fuck what is that and then it's like it's bigger than a ladybug you're like, how is the larvae bigger than the fucking ladybug? Like it's fucking huge. You know what I mean? It's so big and just, but then it looks different and weird and it's like, yeah. But that's when they—that's when you realize like that's actually the what you need is a room full of those. Yep. And you wipe the shit out in a heartbeat.
2: Yeah, the babies are hungry.
4: But it's nice when you can actually have a room that will will keep going. You know, because if it's, but usually, do you like because they're on cocoa? You have to decontaminate all your rooms, so there's no way to establish. Collins, right things like that. i
2: try to get them i try to i flood the mom room with uh predators and i know that i probably end up destroying most of them as soon as we spray them when they're in veg but the mom room is flooded with predators i think keeping the mom room is super important uh keeping it clean so we flood that one with predators we buy enough to fill all the flower rooms plus extra then all the extra go right to the mom room did you send link to a- sorry um
4: handle business No, just making sure. Just making sure our next guests actually have their info. So. Oh yeah, that's helpful. Are we skyping? Oh. Oh, Okay, because we can't do Skype.
2: But he can call in. Okay, never mind.
4: Never mind. Never mind. Uh, So. Okay.
2: Thanks to James Bean for setting this up. James
4: uh, really Bean, cool. man on the scene. on Bean. the scene. Dude, yeah. I, I sent him a photo of a guy like sliding into fucking home plate because he was like eleven forty when he could finally confirm last night for me. I was like, Oh, thanks, thanks. I asked him last Friday. I was like, I'm gonna be so proactive. Hey, let's do the show next week. And then it was like, mm, not sure <laughs> until the last set.com. Like, that's the way we roll around that's right. here. That's that's how I thrive. We gotta that's give it
2: the give cannabis money. industry, bro. Hurry up and wait. Don't ever give me the information too early because it'll all change. Aha. Uh-huh. Do you guys have a
4: coupon code for Seeds here now? We do. Done deal. Done deal. It's always a done deal. There you go. I think we got Mr. Bob Hemphill joining us right now. I can see something. or It's in the corner. Yes, sir.
2: It's connecting.
4: Is he pulling a James on us and being super still, or is it a frozen (laughs) fish? I can't tell. Pulling a James. <laughs> James one time was talking to us, and he was so still, I couldn't tell that he was... I thought he was frozen every time. I'd be like, dude, are you frozen? He'd be like, no, bro. Oh, oh man, man, that was creepy. How you could stay so still. How you doing, Bob? He's still connecting to us. Oh, he's still connecting. Oh, cool. We're, get, we're getting a tour.
2: He's cruising around. Got another deadhead in the in the house. I, I love know. it. That's it.
4: We have one fake one in the corner up there, though. Ooh. Do you know Ooh, who- <laughs> do
2: realize.
3: That they What's that? there is a they do a show they stream it's called the Grateful Stream but it's on while we're doing our show
4: oh so you will never get to see it that's no nope. awesome. wow
3: yeah and they don't play it again. <laughs> at least I haven't been able to see it again you know they don't want anybody recording it or something but
4: tell you you uh you got a good enough uh, signal there you
0: good there oh uh, you're muted we can't hear you for some reason
3: turn your phone sideways too. Sideways and
4: mute off. Technology, technology. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We got it. Well, Uh, didn't our
3: pre-production staff give him a call to do the pre-interview and go over the technical? Oh yeah, 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 I didn't get that.
4: Yeah, yeah, we we send we fly them in usually. It would (laughs) have happened at midnight then. Bob, (laughs) can
0: you hear us? We can't hear you, Bob.
4: Hold up the uh, sign,
0: Mark. Can you hear us?
4: Yo, yo, you must yo. get
3: closer to your microphone. No.
0: Yeah, it seems like you're muted or you're not hooked up to audio or something like that. It, it doesn't
3: say muted, so he just doesn't have audio connected. Right. Hmm. Seedsherenow.com. Oh, yes, yeah, to do the audio. Seedsherenow.com. I know how to fill space. Yo-yo. He, he he's been crushing it on Twitter too. It's like every day you can always find it, the deal of the day almost. Yeah. And then add the done deal on top of that. You could you could call mm-hmm. yourself a seed hoarder. They they there might be go. sending.
4: Yeah, they might have to send you money at the end. That's how it all say. They're like, what? Seeds and money? So many coupons. <laughs> I got
0: free seeds. Hey Bob, how about you try and uh, call back? Hang up and call back. Uh, click the link again. And see if we can try it again
4: uh
3: you know did you send him the link we're, that for this show tonight mark or is it no i sent him the one for last week
0: dude i mean what do you i mean he's right
2: there, there he's right there <laughs> he's here you guys weren't kidding about the level of professionalism <laughs> on this show were you oh, no <laughs>
0: we were not we have his fingerprints
3: so what I is think that we have a, that bob I think is we have showing a, us right now cut him off right there what is that we don't know that's, that. that's a oh, finger oh are you
4: sure i hope it's a finger okay exactly yo yo oh Back to the house. Back to the house. house. Better, better sound. Welcome back to the house. It's like me out at the farm, dude. This is like the same sound, same setup. Is this what I look like? Kind of?
0: What? This, I don't know Is why this how I he, look like? Can you, you not hear yeah. us, Bob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally this is, does, This is
4: yeah. pretty much us. Yeah. Hey,
3: Bob. <laughs> if you can hear us, turn your phone sideways.
4: Yeah, that's, a good, that's a good He line. cannot hear us. He cannot <laughs> hear us. Yo, yo. Oh, he's doing a James again. He's back on James, James mode.
3: Um, so yeah. how do people listen to your oh, yeah. podcast, let's, let's, Jeff? Let's make
2: sure we get um, your...
4: Yeah,
2: make sure we... Make uh, my up. podcast is on uh, YouTube. YouTube is my favorite way. It's called the Grow From Your Heart podcast. It's really easy to find. Go to YouTube, search Grow From Your Heart podcast. I appreciate it when people subscribe. I love comments. I try to reply to most of the comments. Uh, If you're not a YouTuber, I'm on Spotify. Yeah, I I may have just asked for trolling. Uh, I'm on Spotify. I'm on Stitcher Radio, (laughs) Apple Podcasts, just about anywhere where you can find a a respectable podcast. They allowed me to be there as well. Uh, YouTube is my favorite, though. And of course, I have a Patreon. I don't know if I should shout that out. It feels shameless, but patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. Is that, there. Is that a pay thing or whatever? Yeah, but you get extra um, content. No, yeah, what, do you, what uh, do you. I honestly don't, I don't provide extra content there, mm-hmm. but I do offer a few things on my Patreon tier that I will do extra. I don't nice. do, I think it's almost cheating to do, like, it's, it's a ripoff to do uh, extra content that you got to pay for. I want people to get knowledge. Like, if you pay for extra shit, I'll give you some extra shit. But all the shows are going to be free, I think. So far, that's my, my platform, my idea. Use just, gave just a heart it.
0: attack.
4: What? <laughs> what
2: oh, yeah.
0: Just kidding. I'm just messing with them, man. Oh, oh, balls. I, like- it didn't I think content well. should be
4: free. Oh, content wait. should be free. Oh, dude, we're going to charge like $100 a show. That's my, yeah, new, that's my new idea. I figured that will work. I'm sure everyone will be. I, I'm sure I'll have, I have a lot of listeners. $100 out. a show! I, <laughs> Yeah,
2: Quality, yeah i give man. it for free and since no. i give it for free they give me plenty my patreon swells up and i get more than i feel i deserve uh please don't stop doing it but i mean they give me more than i feel i deserve for rambling into a mic doing what i love so dude not charging getting, actually worked out we're going let's do it <laughs> patreon that's it from now on kids you guys should for yeah. sure sign up you guys should yeah, sure, can, for sure be can, on patreon we can
4: sign up get paid why not
2: yeah dude yeah, so man, people well, just go i'll give dude, you money i brought that up a long time ago did you
4: yeah God. She should, should probably listen to you yeah. sometimes. That might be a good My idea. My MacBook
2: died and I used Patreon money to just flat out buy a new MacBook because if people contributed to Patreon for a year, I had money saved up and nice. I just went and bought a MacBook. So yeah, they, they made the show continue. Cool.
4: So
3: Jeff, I know you only have an hour, so before you go, I question. Um, you have uh, SOPs for how to grow for all your California partners now using LED lights since they're going to uh-huh. change the laws and they're going to pretty much
2: make High intensity discharge, no bueno. Oh, uh, that's a, a big move. Um, I have just I just bought LEDs myself. I'm with under uh, I'm doing my first run with LEDs right now. I'm about three quarters of the way through. Are they from Illuminar? Uh, they're from uh, Black Sale Market. I'm using Canon LEDs from Black Sale. He's, uh, Keith is a good friend of mine. He's kind of local. I like supporting the local guys and my friends and watching them pay their rent with my support. So. Uh, if I need help, he's up the block, I can go visit him. Uh, and the lights are working really well for me. I am, uh, ecstatic compared to my HPS lights, uh, the, they're just way better growth and it's not as hot and the light bill went down. So overall I'm loving it. Uh, there's not much difference other than they can get hotter. I feel like they tolerate the heat in the LED room, uh, over the summer right now, it's roasting and those plants are under the LEDs. They don't look mad under the heat. Like the HPS plants are kind of pissed off about the heat right now. So that's one thing I've noticed. And they, uh, they can take more nutrients, I feel like. They definitely can eat more they, under the LEDs. They just
4: don't fade. That's my biggest problem. That's what I've always noticed. It's like there's less fade. Oh, okay. uh, like the fade you get off of high uh, uh, sodiums compared to metal halide is also noticeable. Like if you try to go just under metal halide because it's all you have, for instance, which yeah. I've done and flowered under them. It's like yeah, you get buds and they're and you can get a little more growth sometimes and you but they're leafier and they're fucking uh, they don't want to flush they like you you kind of just they don't lose their color whereas on sodium they like
2: fade like that you know what I mean At that certain point they just do. Do you to think do that's that. necessary? Do yeah. you think that affects quality though? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I just I'll think believe it's, in you.
4: I mean, I just feel like the plants when they do that, I feel like they're really going through the. The, the final throws, you know what I mean? and then The all senescence
2: the puts out that final oil.
4: Yeah, and you really get, like, a better burn and stuff. I just feel like you don't get such a chalky, kind of black, kind of ashy shit, which you can't, okay. too much nitrogen, you know? The nit- and the nitrogen is trapped in those things, and you don't seem like they... Yeah, I don't, that's the only thing I've noticed, and I've always been like, hmm. Even the full-spectrum <laughs> ones, they kind of still... They grow, like, t- terpier,
2: but greener,
4: and more chlorophyll plants based plants in my yeah so far
2: Uh, the the chloroplast development is definitely uh more more noticeable for sure yeah yeah they're they're bright green they're more leafy the leaves are thicker they feel thicker exactly yeah exactly yeah
0: so uh i'm trying to send him the phone number
4: he's already got it though doesn't he or he's trying to go oh he's going through zoom he thought that we were on
0: skype so i mean is that what's going on that's what i mean i sent everyone the links this morning and it's okay. Uh,
4: you only I can do what you can do. After you can only do what you can do. Um, so what's your next... Uh, when's your next show and what's guests you got any guests on or are you just kind of um, just doing your own I
2: don't do a lot of guests I've got uh, Jordan River from the Growcast lined up but I put out a podcast every Monday and every Thursday I do two shows a week I also do a live show every Monday on Instagram on my Instagram live, I'm irie underscore genetics I go on about 710 mountain time you're not irie you're not I, the
4: other irie Jeff guy
2: that I sent not everybody the, to uh, not the no. other one I'm irie underscore genetics follow the right guy please uh, but I go on there and from 710 to 810 I answer questions randomly if you type in a a comment about how to grow weed or something cannabis related I do my best to answer it on the fly uh, it's really fun to connect with my audience it's also a really good way to keep me up to speed because they can ask me anything at any moment so like, oh, I've got to have my knowledge yeah yeah yeah, exactly talk yeah. about diploids oh here we go uh, uh, and <laughs> just better <laughs> updated. Yeah. yo yo how's it going Bob can you hear us now no he's connected. still connecting oh hmm if not I'm gonna, not, I'm gonna says, send hey, him oh, the oh, phone oh, number oh, next Okay, come over to my house, Bob. I'm set up. You can oh, it Here we go. On Hold my... on.
3: Wait, Bob, can you hear us? Yes. So sorry oh, about there
2: that, we go. Man. No worries. We're glad Turn you're here. Turn your hearing.
4: phone sideways. <laughs> yeah, if you go sideways, it's, it's better for the. yeah Perfect. And we can see this feeling. Yeah. fills up. The, <laughs> fills up the picture better for us. How you GD doing, fam? Show. Doing good, man. Doing good. Yeah, we just uh, had uh, Irie Jeff. He's just about. To, he's just finishing up with him, and we wanted to. We actually, had a lot of people. It was one of the shows where. I uh, only posted it last night
2: around midnight,
4: one o'clock in the morning, and had a shitload of comments, and everybody was super stoked to uh,
2: cool. have you on the I'll show. I'll come back again, and we'll uh, we'll do more of this, because this is a good time.
4: Yep. Okay, man.
3: Thanks. Thanks, bro. Thanks, Jeff.
2: Thanks for letting me hang out, you guys. Invite me anytime uh, you need me. I'll come jump on.
4: For sure. Thanks, bro.
2: Have a good time, Bob. Good meeting, awesome. everybody. Hey. So, Mr. Hemphill, how you
5: doing? Doing good. A little... Uh frustrating and uh ah, figuring it out it's I okay. got
4: it It sounds yeah it sounds good actually it sounds real good
5: yeah, that's a great. typical
4: zoom experience you know once you just get over that initial hump you're fine it is <laughs> it's like the first time you use zoom you're like what is going on you got to put the thing and the audio on the ah but yeah sounds really good um well thanks for joining us <laughs> that was actually your introduction i was trying to do to you but he hijacked it. You were the guy that actually everybody wanted to hear because when it, when I put it up, everyone was like, "Whoa, Bob's coming on." I had quite a lot of uh, good feedback coming through, so welcome uh, we uh I think everybody right away the first thing everybody said was, "Oh, yes, northern lights, northern lights, Northern lights." So tell me your connection on 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 what you which which northern light' were, you're were working with that everybody seems to be jumping about because that's uh one of those strains that I think was so popular, but yet very few people held on to it. And so, and they got misnamed more than any other thing out there where in the beginning, everybody was changing the names to sell, sell packs and shit. So there was a lot of fake ones out there. Uh, Which Northern light were you working with?
5: Um, I'm working with uh, the Northern lights. Number one that uh, I got from Kegu at coastal and I'm using that as a building block. Crossed it into Pacific Northwest Hash Plant Cut and um, used those males on a bunch of things. One of them being Black Domino, which is, you know, NL Hash Plant Mm -hmm. and uh, Mm
1: -hmm.
5: Ortega. And so So, also had Ken Ken 91 and with that.
4: Nice. Yeah, um, all, all proven all, all proven stuff, pretty much. I mean, the NL5, which uh, is it just a straight NL5?
5: Yeah, um, and I also had, um, you know, I've been working with the NL2 by 5 that I got from Canorado that he got from Jim Ortega. Nice. Um, yeah, and just trying to get my hands on any stock. I've got some from AK Bean Brain, some good cuts and seeds from him. But there's not much around, and um, just just uh, trying to, you know, get work with what so, I can find, you know? So, I mean, of. it
4: sounds like you're an indica-loving kind of guy. You like those kind of... It sounds like every strain there is all pretty much indica-dominant. Um, yeah, yeah is is that is that um so w- did you get into growing did you get into breeding for personal use or personal sort of uh, benefits or was it from a interest from an, uh, another side cuz a lot most people it seems like a lot of people are doing it because they're f- trying to f- figure out what wor- works for them and somehow magically along that road they stumble across something that works for other people and then bang they you get you know you you can forced to become a breeder
5: at that point cuz you're like shit now i got to do the work Yeah, I I did my first breeding in um, 95, outdoor fall, and um, it was from some kind bud seeds that I got at a fish show and MSG the New Year's before. And unfortunately, I didn't breed the seeds brother to sister. I I outcrossed them to some Southern Virginia lines. If I would have kept that line pure, it would have been really special. Um, The buds I got at the show were like, really grapey purple, um, nice indica, you know, something similar, to, you know, like Urkel type of thing. Mm-hmm. and Um,
4: right.
5: You know, I had that back in like 97. So, you know, it was, we took that out and we grew it. In, um, I moved out to Trinity County. We grew it in, out there and my first breeds were just so I had more kind, but seeds around really. and yeah. um,
4: And you were doing that indoors,
5: or were you doing that greenhouse, or was it
4: kind of a little bit of everything?
5: It was, um, you know, in Virginia, originally it was outdoors. And then um, when we moved to California, I moved with some people that were experienced indoor growers. And, um, you know they taught me how to do it right, you know, rather than just one light in the closet. It was like, you know, six or 10,000 Watts in a room or a basement. Mm -hmm. So right from my first indoor experience is, uh, you know, uh, it was pretty easy for me, but I had a, you know, first few years growing outdoor, I had some real hard knock shit. I, you know, didn't harvest shit for the first few years.
4: Right. Get stolen or
5: get like, eaten or a little everything <laughs> a little bit of everything you know the I brought them inside and stuck them under uh, 24 hour lights because uh, frost warning I didn't know it was the flower you know the day cycle that made them night right. cycle that made them flower oh. yeah
4: fucked them well that's good that's a learning curve right there like oh well never do that again right now you understand photo period right out of the gate you're like okay <laughs> 12 hours is where we're gonna go with that um so well it's good i mean it's like in the same i think if you grow outdoors first like you were doing you get to uh and you have even the slightest success it'll it'll get you kind of going where you realize like yeah it's that much easier when you can control all the environment but it's uh you said virginia was the first place that was that you were growing
5: yeah, yeah, Virginia. Mm-hmm.
4: So, I mean, it's there's definitely decent areas there to grow, I'm sure. Uh, so, yeah, you're at the, because uh, a lot of times you're at the mercy of wherever you are, you know, and if you're living, because I, I grew up in New England, and we could kind of grow, but not really. You know, it was like, you know, even in the most success, you could, just was never going to be, like, fooling anybody that it was some indoor weed or something and then
5: uh, yeah it actually turned out pretty good for sure
4: and then we so say you were making seed um but just kind of putting them away or just giving them all out to your friends or did you actually start selling seeds at that time or was there any kind of
5: no i used to always just give them out to friends and um have them to grow on hand and like right. i moved out to colorado in 99 2000 and I made some breedings out there, and that's what I grew the whole time I was there. It was I used NLAK male onto a Rapture female by Super Silver Haze. Um, mm-hmm. Rapture was an NL hash plant, NLG13 um, strain that was from North Carolina. is some of the best weed I ever smoked to this day, and that's why I'm working with the NL hash plant. And making crosses with that, trying to duplicate the, the quality of that, and bring those types of smokes around. Because mm-hmm. I remember another uh, good strain I smoked when I was really young was in an NL hash plant from probably from Sensi Seed Bank. That was amazing. And I feel like those were building blocks to a lot of the modern strain. That just uh, people don't you know know the knowledge of.
4: Well, we'll definitely like uh yeah like the afghan one was like one of the main sort of breeding plants that most people worked with it seemed like uh and uh obviously all the nl series uh nl5 being the most famous uh but you were saying nl1 nl1 and nl2 nl2 they were a little leafy those plants they were just that was the problem i think for a lot of people when they were growing them they were a little bit more leafy um and that's why a lot of people kind of if you didn't if you grew it like with too much nitrogen plants would just turned into a big fluff ball you know what i mean so and i think it made it a little harder yeah. for people to uh to finish in the minute you know a lot of times when people see something better it's just like whoosh, they don't have enough room to keep that many things right how it seems like you, you've got a lot of these strains what how was how, your oldest uh like you, you keeping all the same things or you're just taking cuts off of them kind of keeping it rolling like what's your average lifespan on your, on your stuff going for, cause I, I usually keep things not no longer than 18 months or something like that, where I want to get rid of just to not have too old a plants around for infection purposes.
5: Yeah. So I keep a whole bunch of female clones around. I've been keeping some of them around for 20 years. Um, as far as my males with my projects, I don't like to keep them around. I like to get rid of my males, you know? So, yeah, they don't age as well. Know. They but, don't really.
4: They don't age as well, that's for sure. Like, it seems like when you try to take a clone off a male that's been sitting around dormant for a while, they're more woody and kind of weird. And, like, the magic is kind of in the first young, fresh <laughs> kind of genetics where you're like, hey, that's really nice, and it's got the right terps. And, yeah, I, I, I have yep. the same, same problem. I don't know
5: you know and um i do work with the m10 like you said the afghani number one and um got that one um through kq2 when at coastal and um crossed that to the uh triangle kush and the chem 91 with coastal and i worked with uh males off the TKM10 and hit them to the, um, 92 OG Kush from Florida and, um, real good Girl Scout cookie, kind of have thin mint cookies. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's easy to see why Afghani one was a real building block out there. For sure.
4: Yeah. And, uh, so I also had some people were mentioning Cali Mist that you were working with that a little bit, because I have actually got a cut back from uh, two trees, and it was uh, he had the original '94 Cali, but it's so it takes such a like it's such an old plant that it's kind of one of those uh, it was less than rewarding when I grew it because it really. Was hard. It didn't, it, it seems like it's lacked a lot, you know, it's really hard, like it's one of those, because I remember Callie missed on the first round, and it was electric, you know what I mean, like the way that it, the, the effect was uh, from it, and also just the way it grew, and this really seemed like it had lost a lot, so I was kind of uh, wondering what you had as far as that goes, because I'm always curious, that's one of those strains which I always just loved, uh, definitely sets off a memory for me, because I was there when Simon was doing his original selection. and. It was
5: special, you know. Yeah, that's a really amazing sativa right there for sure, especially the first seed batch. Um, I think uh, someone's thinking I'm still working with Kegu because that's 100% Keigi's work. He's uh, made some F2s on some Cali Mist, and that was after I left Coastal Seeds, and um, we all just kind of went ways Fox because Foxtaily,
4: though, like the original, or was it? Cause it's real foxtail-y and kind of look. Cause that's the problem with the, the, I literally got back the cut and it's been so long that it didn't just didn't do that. And I was like, that's what I was expecting. I was like, what? Well, come on now it should be like <laughs> sparse and not in big calyxes, but very foxtaily. This is what I, this is what the way it was.
5: Yeah. I haven't grown it. Um, I, I saw it at KGU's um, a few years ago, but, um, what I saw was definitely Foxtelly.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And I know um, he did the F2s. I'm curious, because that's one of those ones I
4: love to... I mean, I know Simon doesn't even have... Like, he might be selling this, but he definitely doesn't have the original, because that's... One of the hardest things about being a breeder is if you do have to hang on to something, especially the female side of something, and you're, you haven't, like, given it out to the right people, then you're fucked, you know what I mean? You realize, like, ah, just, you know, that... You're one festival away from disaster, right? It's like, oh, dude, <laughs> we stayed an extra day. You come home and, ah.
5: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's my... It's a miracle that some of this stuff survives. As long as it does, it's so fucking hard to keep it and so easy to lose it.
4: Right. It's, I mean, you got a few other people that kind of... You, other growers that you kind of work with in that sense as far as trade out and hold on to things or kind of... Because I've had to do yeah. that with the many, many times over the years.
5: I, I got a few buddies um, from Virginia out here in Cali that will hold a few things for me, but mostly it's just the, that new, the new hype, the production stuff that I, I rely on them to hold, and I hold Makes all the sense. old classic shit.
4: Probably a good idea. Yeah, Definitely, because you can always get that hype shit again, but start losing some 20-plus-year-old yeah. strains is definitely heart-wrenching at... At least, right? Um, yeah. So. You don't uh, want
3: to lose the 20 year old strains. Those need to stay around because that's, that's where it all started, right? That's that's what we were smoking back in the day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep, You're sure. Just trying to say something here. I didn't know how to interject. <laughs>
4: yeah. Well, no, I want to I... talk about
3: the Grateful Dead with you.
4: <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. The stage is yours incorporate I I heard him say
5: Fish so I don't know if you were seeing the dead or if if
3: Fish was your band
5: so uh, definitely Grateful Dead was uh, my favorite band um, and still is over Fish I'm sure I love Fish and I love a lot of other music Um, unfortunately I, I graduated from high school in 94 so I only saw Jerry about 30 times but I was real lucky to see him 30 times and um, you know, going to Grateful Dead shows was the most life changing experience of my life, you know. Um, I'm with you. The way, uh, you know, no matter how you look or what, you know, you're going to get treated like family until you start, you know, doing bad shit, you know. It's Jerry's birthday next week, August 1st. Yep, for sure. Um, we named the seed company after a line and terrapin. Um, Crickets and cicadas sing, and we do crickets and Cicada Seeds.
4: So. Yeah, tell us about the tell us about the new venture there, because you just started that. I mean, that that just uh, pretty recent, right?
5: Yep. Um, that's yeah, for sure. We had um, just been doing work since we left Coastal, school, and we decided to put a name on it, and um do it ourselves it's just Hannibal and I Mm -hmm. and
4: you got a you got a new spot everything that's obviously hopefully better and bigger and able to incorporate more
5: yeah yeah for sure um doing all kinds of projects um and you know it's really easy to do projects and um it's really hard for me to release them you know I do lots of work a year right you know every year and um
4: and you got, really and you're partnered up and you got partners on this one or you kind of just you and your wife or?
5: Yeah, just us, uh, small. Nice. small.
4: That's the best way. That's the best way. Yeah. So the so, way, I mean, I mean, the minute it gets, cause especially when it comes to breeding, it's like a lot of it's, you know, it's long-term projects. You're like baking these fucking three month cakes and <laughs> like, it's kind of hard if you got too many people like, did you guys check the cake? For last month, you know what I mean. It's like, no, oh shit, yeah, you got to be on it, you know. And it's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's very, it's it's always nice when you got when you work together uh, in that sort of family sort of situation because, especially when it's this job. I mean, there's not any, not every job, but when it comes to cannabis, it's uh it's uh, the easy because you know I'm sure you'll <laughs> I'm sure you'll relate to it. Well, there's there's plenty of things that you're probably you know, not paying attention about because you're too busy on something else and they're able to know you better than you know yourself. So that, it helps because they'll <laughs> know when you didn't feed, they'll know when you didn't feel the res or you didn't do <laughs> the good thing. You're like, yeah, yeah, I, I did it. Uh and you, you actually didn't, but you're going back down to do it at that moment because they're like on your level at the, you know. And when it comes to breeding, it's the same thing. It's like hard for people to see your vision Unless they're around or they know what you're, you know, what you're doing. And it can get out of it, especially when you let other people run your shit. It can get out of your, you know, lose your, your, uh, original
5: style ramble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's, uh, luckily, uh, she got to experience the rapture, um, back in Virginia too. And, you know, she's still, uh, hundred percent down with, you know, us working lines like that and. It's really mm-hmm. good to have a feminine eye in the projects, and right. Um, so, that's awesome. It's really cool. For sure. So,
4: uh, you got some collabs on the horizon with anybody else, though, or just kind of gonna do it all yourself at the moment? Because you got a lot.
5: Yeah, um, I'm just doing it by myself at the moment. Just uh, focusing on uh, working lines that. Did a train wreck back cross off uh, A five haze tie. The male he selected. Nice. Always a good always a good choice. <laughs> yeah, supernatural selections. Uh, it was the only seed that germinated. And it was that male that he used to make a Band Aid Haze and all his releases. It was a really special male.
4: That's always interesting when you get one one seed pops, and it's um, when it's a male. It's actually way more way more satisfying because you can actually really that could really do some fucking major damage in, in the world, or you know, it could be something super special. Where I mean, a female is also not, I mean, obviously most people are always like, what? When you want a male, it's like, well, if I have one to choose from, I'd rather have that. You know what I mean? Because then you can really hit that onto ten different things, and you might have a one in ten choice. Where you, don't see you cloning it and getting ten different males and you know and hitting it t- it's like that's already too much work. <laughs> but whereas you get one male a yeah, day, no problem. I can hit 10, 15 things, twenty things, whatever, whatever you got to hit, you can do it, and you get a much bigger, bigger uh, chance of finding something.
5: I agree with that hundred percent. And um, if if it's a female, you're going to touch it a lot harder. If it's a male, you're just going to breed with it and see how how it produces.
4: Yeah, and exactly, and then and then it actually. Sp- well that's the i mean that is a the hardest part of doing everything but it's also the most rewarding is running through the work that you did to see what comes out of it and that's where a lot of guys don't even do that work you know what i mean they're just putting out stuff and letting their friends figure it all out <laughs> like here you go oh did it work oh it didn't work oh, i was terrible oh sorry you know that's not but it, when you actually do it then you uh the patterns come up real quick you know so it's like oh okay well that was a, we're going down the wrong path on this one is that our side? what's going on out there we're on fire once again adam show canceled by the fire department <laughs> <of it. laughs> uh but yeah it's, it, that is really when things become clear yeah. you know what i mean like oh wow
5: hundred percent you got to grow and smoke your uh stuff man a hundred percent and uh that is the most difficult thing and that's why I said it's easy to get the breedings done and it's hard to get the releases done. Oh, for sure.
4: Like, yeah, I mean that. And then the worst part is, is like, there's moments in time when, you know, you know if you could put it out at that moment, it would be fucking amazing, but you can't because you haven't grown, you haven't done enough testing to figure out which, like, if it really is doing what you think it's going to do, you know, and. Sometimes yep. sometimes that's to your advantage and sometimes it's not where you're like, well, fuck, miss that boat because <laughs> now everyone hates that thing because so-and-so fucked it up. You know, it's just like, yeah, there's there's so much politics.
5: Yeah, um, yeah, I'm in I'm in that exact position right now. I need to do further testing. I did small rounds of testing off. Um, I did a Kabul Kush with the Land Race Afghani, crossed it to a Purple Hindu Kush male, and then um, I back crossed the Purple Hindu Kush, also crossed it to Urkel and Baba. And people are seeing those pictures on my Instagram. A, lot, and, of co- a
4: uh, lot of colors, a lot of colorful strains I can see coming out of those crosses for sure. Yeah.
5: yeah, yeah, they they look beautiful and people see, you know, one finished bud shot that looks amazing and they want really seeds. And, you know, I, I still need to grow stuff out again and get proper numbers tested and, and, and grow a in a different Facility and they in.
4: want you to do that, but then when, then when, if you did do that and if some <laughs> yes. if they fucked up or if they had some sort of issues, it'd be like, This fucking guy's a chucker, yeah, you're just throwing shit yep. out. It's like, No, that's actually the, what I'm trying to, you know, trying to not do. Um, uh, yeah, it's, you it's know? the same as when people come out with 400 strains a year, you're like, What the fuck are you doing? Like, there's no way you tested all these, you know what I mean? It's just like page after page, and it's like it, it becomes pretty clear when it's all just you know made off of one male and. 40 different females and no actual line work you know um, that Ortega cut did you you have that still or is that cause that's one of those ones that I've always thought was a, a good fucking solid baseline thing to work with
5: yeah that's a solid cut for sure I don't have that cut the um, closest I have to it would be a black dominant cut and yeah that would be about 25 percent ortega
4: yeah and that was more and that's a little more loose of a plant too from, from what i remember I, they, they actually introduced that one i think around 93 or 4 or something like that that was and it was interesting but it was very it was kind of like it had that real loose structure kind of coming up i wasn't really especially because from you know what you're looking for as an indica grower you're always looking for Second rock solid plant, so I'm not sure how that translated.
5: Yeah, I always wanted to grow the Ortega cut, and I never got my hands on it.
4: And uh, so what's what do you grow organically, or or what's your sort of preferred technique for breeding, too?
5: Uh, organic, um. A lot of compost, uh, fresh extractions, earthworm extractions.
4: Nice.
5: Um, Yeah, I use some dragonfly, earth medicine products. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Um,
4: And that's, and uh, obviously for breeding too, I mean, it's one of the things I think, uh, what's all that? (laughs) It's like 50 boxes outside. I'm like, what the hell is that? (laughs) Presents. Hmm, strange. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Clones. Boxes of clones? No. Sweet. (laughs) So, um, your your stuff's available with James, right? On seats here now for... You guys, what what do you have? What do you have available with him right now?
5: Um, Silk Road hash plant, which is a red Lebanese hash plant by NL1 Pacific Northwest hash plant, Um, and the the dinosaur cookies. It's uh, Thin Mint Girl Scout cookies uh, by Triangle Kush M10, Afghani number one.
4: Empty boxes. Dude, I was all excited. I was like, "Wow, we got all these boxes, things. Like, what did we get? It's a bunch of empty boxes. <laughs> How lame!" Well, what? he said
3: Finman, so maybe it's cookies. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, no, you'd be you'd be here already if that was the case, Dave. If there was boxes of that many cookies here, it would have been right. on your radar somehow. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, when well, you the red Lebanese, that 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 caught my attention. So what is is that from coast? That was something from Coastal also, because Coastal has some pretty interesting exotic stuff in their lineups.
5: For sure, um, that uh, is a cut that uh, Bamboo sourced, and he was part of Coastal suits, but uh, it's a cut he sourced um, from a relative of Tim Blake's. Um, is what he told me. Right.
4: How did that grow? Because that's like definitely an exotic plant.
5: Yeah, it's, it's an amazing plant. Um, it, for a land race, it's one of the better ones. Uh, I grew it at, um, in Santa Cruz at placed place second in the Santa Cruz Cup in the Indica category. Um, there's a lot of good weed entered in that cup. So you know, for a landlady to pull that's pretty good. When you say teams. when
4: you say that bamboo source, did he get seeds from? Did he get seeds from Lebanon? From somebody grow them out and do the selection here, or was it something?
5: You know, I, I've heard a backstory. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure exactly um, on the authenticity of the backstory. Um, so. I think, uh, as the backstory goes, it, it was uh, Howard Marks uh, yeah. seed stock from from Red Lab, hmm. and um, somehow got into Southern Humboldt, and bam was passed a cut, and I've been holding it that cut for was uh, about 2014. Nice, nice. You make like, hash you from it ever? Because I mean, that's like
4: obviously a hash plant, so would be really curious to see how like just dry sieve would come off of it, because I have smoked I have smoked Lebanese in Amsterdam, but they was like a yellower version, like a more yellowy colored one. And then the red lab obviously is more famous, but they really didn't, it was like their, their production was down when I lived there because there was a war going on and there was very little coming out. Um, and then there was a moment in time where a bunch of it came around and it was real creamy and it had a very distinct flavor like it was one of these ones where once you smoked the hash you were like oh yeah that is totally in its own category because it's not like moroccan moroccan had more of a sandal more of a woodsy kind of vibe to it and that red or the, the leb and the red leb both had the creamy something super unique to it so i'd be curious to see how it translated in the grown here you know
5: yeah it's um it's a shame, actually, but I've actually never got it turned to hash. Um, the flowers smoke amazing. I've tr- wanted to get it done. i plowed it out a bunch of times and just get smoked. it. A lot of people say it's their favorite smoke. Hmm.
4: Now I'd be curious because, I mean, uh, as, as, I think you're right, though, as far as like a land race strain. It was one of the few that actually stayed quite small, Um because the photo—I mean, I—I I never seen it growing. I've never been to Lebanon, but seen photos of Lebanon, like in becca Valley and places like that, where they were growing Lebanese plants, and they were never bigger than like two foot. You know, what I mean, they were just these little tiny, single, like just pop, 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 and then all, all flower, very, you know, interesting looking. So definitely not like your typical tie or some crazy. 14 foot 20 foot plant but you're like how are you gonna tame that you know what i mean it's really hard
5: yeah it's it's an interesting land race um it's indica dominant but it definitely has a lot of sativa influences you can see yeah it's mm-hmm. not and when um you know you you test out the seeds and grow out the seeds from the crosses you you can see the seed, sativa influence in some of them and you know, especially when I cross it to a Northern Lights number one uh, Pacific Northwest hash plant, and then you see a little sativa in there, and you're like, oh.
4: Yeah, right. Where's that coming from? Well, then you know. Yeah.
5: Uh, exactly.
4: And then, uh, yeah, that because that so, that so that's probably the only real land race that's in your sort of corral there, it sounds like.
5: um, That is released right now. I have a lot of different land races and i do a lot of preservation runs and as you probably know um a lot of people are weird about uh land race getting released pure and you know just one breeder bringing it to the market and profiting off of uh, a lot of people's hard work you know so
4: yeah i mean it's one of those things where the reason why most land races, though, were super special because of the soil that it was grown in and the environment that it was grown in. So, you're hardly ever doing a fair representation. Growing, especially people growing indoors, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, it's it's genetically the same fucking thing, but it's the the things that people were <laughs> loving about it the most was the 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 terroir that it came from, especially like like Moroccan has a you, you grow a Moroccan seed in an indoor. Situation, you're not going to get that that quality of coming out. Very rarely, we're going to get something where you're going to be like, "Oh yeah, that smells like Moroccan." (laughs) Because because they don't make it; they only grow it to make hash. You know, nobody grows it for flour there. So, what's up, James? We got you. I see your name, but I don't hear you or see you. Is he there? No. James Bean, man on the scene, is trying
6: technological
3: challenge. Usually takes him a couple of tries to get in.
6: There he is. Hey, I, just, I just had to get they this know. big nug out of my head. I got this nug in my head. Right now. Nice. Whoa! <laughs> yeah.
4: What up, Nuggie? It's
6: crazy. Call me nug head What up? You've what up? been called worse. <laughs> I, I just want to break up the excitement you guys are fucking having over there right now. Excite? Yeah, that's the like, word I just the word I was going to yeah. use.
4: What yeah. up?
5: Break's it new up? in the seed. Land. Oh, he just, oh, that he was it. He tried. died. Oh, he's gone. Now. And he's gone. I oh, was him. breaking.
4: I'm, I'm back. Oh, he's back. James what the Dean. Fuck? He's back on the scene. No. Are, are you on dial up? <laughs>
6: like, good weed. I'm back. Just like
4: that.
6: <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm on free airtime. I don't know. Hold on. Uh. I'm on the air. Uh, the waves in the air sonically, like the, the drones to your ears.
3: Did you call us from a jet ski last week? <laughs> he, he did. Right, no, Two that weeks was a
6: background. That was a background. Uh, no, it was not. No, no, <laughs> this is a fucking rotating background. I don't think so. It
4: looked pretty real. But
6: um, oh no, that does, doesn't it? Right? Like it's so good. I was fucking really thrilled. That's why I wanted to test it out on you guys and see if you guys would buy it. Whoa, rotating. Um, what's up, Bob?
5: Showing man, how you doing?
6: Good. Sorry about the whole Skype thing. That's on me. I already took blame in the, in the room. Uh, I'm just so used to saying Skype that I.
4: Oh, you! Oh, you! you, you, you let him down the wrong path. Now I see what happened. Now I see what <laughs> oh, happened. You fucked
5: it up. Oh. You, no, I'm sure it's uh, part of my fault. It took me a while, but yeah, it was, um, we had to pop his pop yeah. his Zoom Zoom we, cherry.
4: the you
6: know, dry the dry the dry runs. <coughs> I had shit down packed. It was all good, no. but I fucking told him the wrong platform.
4: Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I and I and I sent you that meme with the with the guy sliding into home plate. I thought you know you were right? done. I thought it was a done deal at that point.
6: That's the thing. I got too cocky. I thought I had it. A... So you guys talked about with uh, Bob about his relation with Duke?
4: No, it's it's Virginia. Obviously, I mean, there you go. Right?
6: See, v- VA don't play, and when they do, VA only plays with VA. Right. Did you notice mm-hmm. that shit? Yep. Yeah. It's a very very tight knit family.
5: Oh well, yeah, How's for Duke, sure. How's
4: Duke doing, by the way? Any word?
6: Um.
4: Is he run? Is he no, running? He is he running the yard yet, or what? I mean, no, you know He's like, is he running it? Is he?
6: Well, he's, he's still stuck at county. County's worst. No, county time is worse You not fucking state time. Like it's just
1: horrible.
6: Yeah. But he's he's, he's got an MP3 player now, which is cool. He got a music credits, which is cool. I, I talked to him and writing a book in the GigaX style with like fucking four inch margins and shit. Yeah, do it. So, and like, i like to like, like map it out for people to tell me you need to buy 365 fucking solo cups. And you need to buy four pairs of shoes. You need to buy two cases well, of beer. Like map no, it pre- fucking pre- out to a prepper, thing.
4: prepper grove guide. That's it. Done deal. Right. It's a done tell,
6: deal. Tell them what the fuck to do. And so, uh, he's doing that, which I'm really excited about because we can, you know, all the people have donated and were really cool. He said, he's going to give the a copy of the book. And I told him in today's age, you could have 50 books printed or 100 books printed. It's
4: not you know, it's not a huge, huge yeah. fee. So. No, no, they'll they'll, they'll it write it for it you. Easy. You just tell them what you want. You're like, I want a book about this. And they'll be like, okay, sir, we write it for you. They had like 15 Chinese guys sit in a room and make some whack book. <laughs> you try to sell it. That's what they try but to we sell.
6: We want that, though. We want to duke down no, I, know. I
4: know. You can just skip all the bad writers and be like, I'll, I'll take care of that. We'll make this happen. Yeah.
6: Get a, get, get a book deal with Ed. Uh <laughs>
3: He's giving, what's that do- strain above your head, James?
6: Yeah, right right above. What's, what's that
3: strain? What strain oh, you got on your that? head?
6: Yeah.
4: What's that strain on your head? On
6: that one. Let me zoom in on it. Uh that is priceless, I believe. The price priceless is gonna be cookies and cream crossed with a Mac. Exotic. Uh did them for Emerald Cup and only had like a couple packs of that to gave out or sold. So it's pretty alright. Um Unfortunately, the Mac doesn't do it for me in, in taste. It doesn't. It's not terpy. It's not. It doesn't jump out at you like the way Skittles does. But its frost is there. You can see that it brought over the frost profile for sure. But um, it still. It doesn't. You know. It doesn't knock you out. There's no real tasty part of it.
4: What's the best selling? What's the best selling? my uh, opinion. What's Bob's best selling seat on your on your thing right now? What's 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 hot on? Sold sold out. Sold, sold out. out. Oh, there you go. That's it. Everything. Yeah. Everything's sold out. Yep. Sold yeah. out. <laughs> Great. Well, glad we did our job here. This, this, that, all happen, that all happened during the show, I assume. Like everyone just freaked out, right? And
6: it's, it's kinda like Bob said earlier. He doesn't he doesn't he does a lot of work all year, but he doesn't put out a lot of speech. He doesn't make a lot of releases. Can't mm-hmm. get it. doesn't and I've found that to be somewhat true with some readers. Lemon Hoko probably be in the worst, but like they work on a lot of projects, but they have to be so perfect and they know that as soon as they get one bad call, somebody's going to make a fit about it or go to social media and so they just keep working on it until they've got dialed down to exactly how they want it. And That can take five years, six, seven years. she yeah, people still working on stuff that don't, you know, that they that they just can't release. and so it's such a breeder thing. Um, but, uh, well, but yeah, they, so he only has four, four strains with us. Um, mm-hmm. If he had more releases then we'd have more gear, but he's very selective.
4: But soon come, I'm assuming, right? So now that yeah. now that he's been on the show, he's gonna have to. He's like, oh
6: man, I gotta go to work.
4: Fuck! Time to make the donuts. It's like that old uh, Dunkin' Donuts ad. You know, it's like, oh, every time, just gotta go back and start grinding. <laughs>
3: it's time. Well, when is when is your next release gonna be, Bob? Oh, Bob's pulling a
4: James. Is he frozen? Yeah, frozen face. James. Bob. Uh. Nope. Both of them? Oh, Wait, you guys both disappeared. Turned on
6: spot. You turned no, spot off. What's
4: going on there? Everything's all wacky. wackadoodle doodle up here. It's all wackadoodle doodle mm. on the screen. It was. Now it's cool.
0: Yeah, I know cuz I use Zoom and I have yeah. I I'll explain it.
6: I like I like your green screen though, Adam. I like your green screen. Why what's,
3: what's
4: my green screen smoke? No, you can't no, he doesn't see screen. it.
6: Oh, you can't see it cuz you can't. <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh, yeah. You're
6: Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Oh, oh, I can't oh, oh. see it you all right shout out the chat gang i saw we had like 150 people in there that's cool nice nice
4: um so what do you so while we're waiting to see if bob jumps back in what's uh we might as well do the seeds here now shout out for the show <laughs> since you're right yeah. here so, like, C- in, like, C- so it's so much more personal when you're here
6: yeah, I'll just sit back
4: and listen. The pros do it. James B. Man on the scene. No, you're well, here. How, what the is the what <laughs> is the done
3: deal? Tell tell everyone what is the done deal. If somebody enters a done deal, does it work on every seed that you have in your catalog? How how does the done doesn't deal work
6: on specials?
4: Doesn't work on specials. You can't just go and get like a triple down. You can't double double done. You no double dip. Done, double dip deal. done. Double dip done. You can do it. Yeah, no, you have no, the power, no, James. No, you have, right now you have the power, James, to make this happen. Can you no. double dip? What we have done, though, <laughs> is we have,
6: I think we're the only seed bank that has a reward system. Can we
4: double dip she on my seeds? 10%
6: back. Can I, can
4: I let you double dip down on my seeds, at least, on the done deal? So the,
6: That's up to
4: you. Yeah, let's do it. Double down. Everyone can go buy. If you buy my seeds, you get the double dip. That's it. Done deal. If they're on sale. If they're on sale. So it's normally... So if they're on sale, <laughs> if you have them on sale, and someone know, wants to do know, a done deal, I... they get to double dip on the done Ooh, deal. Ooh,
0: the double dip
4: so, done oh, deal.
6: Oh, yeah. So, so my IT guys are right now fucking, like, buzzing me, I'm sure. No, I don't know that I can do all that. Like, we can write a code to do that shit. I don't know. What are you smoking on there, buddy?
4: Um, some sage and sour and some... Mm. Oh, gong, 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 gong. Oh, look at that. Do you remember that Dave? Remember when you had that? Yeah, you used to have it. Like, I'll see it? the fly that yeah, landed it on Do you like the flies? Uh, flies come extra. Flies are flies are cost more. And then uh some triangle OG. Doesn't look as pretty, but it's beautiful. I mean, it's I it's tight.
0: That's that double dip done deal.
4: Oh, there it is. Uh, clear up but anyway. Triangle is triangle is OG Kush it's an it's an it is an a it is an og it's not the one that josh had it's not that one that particular one because it's it's, it's definitely different it's definitely different but it's uh i'd say it's one of the tastier ogs out there for sure it's, it's a very wake you so up what, what
6: did we what, what did we come out and decide with that on the uh og og history
4: on which part on the triangle part well, the thing is, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to get TK to come on the show, TK Origin, forever, but he's he's been kind of, not dodging me, but he's definitely, he's like, oh, come on, maybe later. So anyway, he's always got something happening. But he, he his story is pretty on point as far as um, timing-wise, and I feel like there was a moment in time where seeded weed just basically flooded that area and lots of people without, well you know, and, and there wasn't enough really it was very little growers. When you think about it back in the early nineties, when you think right. about it, like average so person, we're
6: thinking just somebody sold like a pound of CD
4: weed, multiple pounds. Well, he, well, the TK, if you go to TK origin, sort of uh, his page and look at his story and his timeline and the people that are involved, it's like, and you know, he's with corn, cornbread and all these people kind of confirm the time frame and stuff. So it's, I think it's pretty correct. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was the, the, he was the like 16-year-old with the older guys who, and he kind of fucked it all up. And he's the one who said he said that he seated by mistake and that he had to sell it. So then he then he kind of tracked what he sold and that seemed to jive with a few of the things with Alec Anderson's story. And and it was like, hmm, okay, that makes sense because it was the right timing. And we also confirmed it with Alec that. The guys that TK knew is the guy that he bought the weed from. So it made, made all sense, at least. It's small enough service. And, and we know it's a bunch of guys that like to ride around on boards in the water. We're not really sure what they call that sport, but apparently it's something really That's popular. Shh, 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 stop, stop. Those guys, they have good weed. Something. Those guys something. had something. the good stand, stand weed back boarding. in the day. Um, so anyway, that was the thing. Bob's back. He's back. He's got sound. Yeah. back. And he's got sound this time. You know, like you're like a pro now, right? Oh, you were like,
6: shit. he's a pro. He's ready to come on.
4: You're like, I thought you were stuck.
3: ducking the question, Bob, when I asked when your next release oh, was coming out. And then boom,
4: oh, yeah, that right it. Off. I'm like, wait Ooh. a second. Yeah,
5: oh, we're done. I'm <laughs> <On> battery. <laughs> you called me on my cell phone? Uh, soon as um, testing is uh, done. Um, with, the, no. with the Purple Hindu Kush, uh will probably be at, um, I've only gone a few of them out, but the Urkel crossed by those males. uh found one that was amazing. I found the ones that were good and okay, but I need to do some more testing. and Famous last words.
4: You. Famous last words, more testing. Well, will James Bean get him first? Of course. Of
5: course. Yes, of course. definitely. All right. Of course. Come so on
6: that's now. That's all that matters. you <laughs> work with all the good guys. But yeah, I didn't even know that uh, Duke and, and uh Mr. Hemphill had a connection until I talked to I talked to him and I was like, Oh shit. So that was pretty cool. But it made sense how he had a lot of cuts. I mean, okay, you know, small circles, so it was good to see things kept
5: in small circles sometimes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Duke's a really good guy, it sucks he's got caught up.
6: Yep. Um well, hopefully within a year you know he'll be he'll be done with his shit. he can get out and do his thing um, okay. yeah he's gonna he's gonna write the book and i'll be i'll be good, be good. uh what happened to that since we're doing updates what happened with the frank gx scrollbook uh that was brought in that had the four inch i'm not sure i'm not sure
4: i mean like it was the bible hmm? it was seen but that was about it. I mean, never, never to be. I didn't get printed. I, know, I think they had trying to get a Netflix deal or something like that first. It was the, it was the whole thing. So, no idea. But I can, I can give Frank a call. Can okay, get an update. We should get a little update from him. He was yeah. definitely, he was definitely. Uh, The best character to come out of that, like out of that whole thing, we definitely did not go that rabbit hole was completely in the wrong direction when it came to OG. But when it came to a real OG, it was (laughs) like we found a whole new OG, which is fucking Frank because he's definitely like proper. You know, he was doing things the way we all wish we were doing it back in the day, so that's always crashing
6: a plane and running through the
4: fucking desert. God damn, yeah, he, you know, crashing planes full of (laughs) weed, running through the (laughs) desert, building underground (laughs) bunkers that size of fucking. football fields and shit you know you're like alright
6: I like that that's yeah, my <laughs> fucking hero <Yeah.
4: laughs> Those, that, that's what we like so uh, no we'll definitely get an so, update uh,
6: it's are good. you in NorCal Bob?
5: yeah I'm in Humboldt
6: I see your, you got your grow behind you
5: uh, t- no that's uh just <laughs> uh, <shit. laughs> yeah.
6: there's some big trees man big trees
4: yeah for sure bed, that's good
5: good.
4: nice well it's a great environment I mean for uh just just being right there in the heart of it all so and i think doing seeds because like you know there's so many people who've probably lost out in their entire i mean they've been they were there in the best place ever and now mostly left most of the people there are left out of the fact that actual you know the uh, legal market that's really you know california hasn't been very kind to the to the to the real ogs it seems like um but making seeds up there because you have a lot less, to, you don't have much, you know, you're not in that sort of, it's a different world in a sense. And you're definitely doing a good thing by, and you're in a good place to test shit out because you must be some, you know, great growers around there. So that's always good too for feedback.
5: Yeah, definitely. It's uh, definitely like part of the culture to me. Yeah.
3: So, Mike Denver asked me earlier what my favorite, if there was ever a strain that came around on tour. And uh, when you just said you were in Humboldt, I have relatives that live in Petrolia. you anywhere near there?
5: Um, I'm a few hours north, but uh, I go down there and uh, spend time at friends' places and uh, fish in the Toll River. and it's Petrolia hash plant, right? Wasn't that one that was from there? Or... Yeah. Yeah. That... The head stash. Uh huh. Petrolia head stash. And, um, mm-hmm. I actually have some seeds from the early '80s. A friend of mine just gave me, and uh, they're uh, from Petrolia. But uh, would you get some to Adam, please?
4: <laughs> oh, you can do the selection. Please, do please, the selection, please. please do the please. selection. Don't don't give them to me now. Do the selection. Like I said, I have too much. <sighs> I have too much work. Yeah.
5: I'm like scared to pop them. Those um, are too old. Um, those know, are too old to separate.
4: When those kind of ones, you don't want to separate them. You don't want to do them all together. So you might only get one. You know what I mean? You don't want to fucking cut your choices at all. So
5: yeah, if I get one, I, I feel lucky. I'm almost uh, just scared to do that. One. <laughs> yeah, an yeah. Adam will need a cut. There you go. Now you're talking.
4: If you're gonna be my man, if you're gonna be my my cut manager over here or something, whatever you're trying to whatever you're trying to pull, do the right thing. <laughs> Don't make me do all the work. Now, you also done, like on those old seeds, it's like yeah, definitely. If you have a, if, even if you had a hundred of them, you'd still want to keep them all together. You know what I mean? Because fuck, you might only get yeah, yeah. You might get two of them out of those that actually cheer them. Who knows? You know?
5: Yeah, um, for sure. I'm all about uh keeping the population as big as possible to avoid bottlenecking. Yeah. um, yeah, if I do get them to go, I definitely will share um, a whole bunch of seeds with you for sure.
4: Sounds nice, sounds nice. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's like the that that that's it's similar to land race, but old seeds are little time capsules in the sense, you know, like the problem with the land race stuff is that we're a lot of us don't we weren't there, you know what I mean? But when you got old seeds, especially if there's something that you put away and you made some little note to yourself. And then, you know, you you actually sprouted and and like I have, you know, like a lot of times it was like I found I had seeds from 82 that people gave me from uh, Kentucky, some skunk, Kentucky skunk that uh, were, you know, in a in a film canister from his brother with little notes like long flowering kind of, you know, extra sweet. I was like, oh, these guys actually wrote notes like holy shit. This is even better. Most of the time it's just a little, you know, mixture of eight different continents in one fucking film case, you know, where you're like, it's a little Thai, a little Mexican, there's some, you know, oh my God, you know, so you don't have no idea what you're going to be growing out of it, whereas this time it was like rolling papers with little scribbled notes kind of stuffed into a thing, so it was pretty awesome, uh, you know, and we got it was exactly the same way as we said earlier, we got a male out of it, you know what I mean, it didn't get any females, so I was like, cool, and then hit that to a few things, and there's some stuff, we have a bunch of seed to go through with that, and a few people growing it now, finally, but it's also like that's for those little time capsule things are the fun. Those are the fun ones for me. Cause if you were there and you can actually get a taste of something that you remember, it's, it's weird. It's like a weird, almost like a deja vu or something, but of, of like, huh. <laughs> you know,
5: yeah. Th- those are the most interesting seeds to me as uh, you know, land raised seeds that were from, you know, before stuff got polluted as oh, much and even that 80s even- or 70s, you know, and, Mm-hmm. It, that interests me much more than modern land race you know those are the gems that, like what you find in oh yeah because I mean them. pretty
4: much greenhouse seeds has fucked the whole world up by going to every single <laughs> continent and fucking giving out a bunch of feminized bullshit to people like what no don't do that you just ruined another another continent like yeah next we're going to go to Jamaica and ruin their shit oh and now we're off to fucking Africa <laughs> yeah. it's like no um, but yeah it's de- if you can get an old old thing like that but these i think these because these were 82 kentucky skunk these were some local shit grown there too which was funny because 82 was pre-skunk like as far as i mean it wasn't pre-skunk because the skunk was started in the 70s right but it's pre-skunk as far as like commercially people calling it skunk more or less i mean there was uh a lot of people just classifying it skunk at that point because it really did smell like a skunk whereas skunk number one is sweet and right. different doesn't really smell skunky at all like you're like that does isn't skunky at all like but yeah there was weed when i was yep. growing up that was like ugly as fuck but skunky as fuck too though like well the stem was skunky everything was skunky
5: yeah 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 for sure like you said unfortunately uh that stuff got lost because of people got busted exactly
4: it was too good. Victim of their own success. It's like, shit, why is all the skunky we get from us? It's like, because it's skunky? Like, oh, yeah, there you go. Answered that question right out of the gate. <laughs> but uh, it's sad, too, because it's like really, it's it's almost at a, it's almost, it's at, we're at meme, we're at meme level now where it's just like, you know, everybody who comes out with their RKS, you're like, let me see that. And you just, I don't know, that that's not nothing. You know, if, you, if if they open it up and you can't already smell it before they've even, brought it over to you then it's not because it's just weird huh it's like we people bred people grew for success not for failure in the long run is what the problem was and in the end the stuff that was a success was always the like the white or something you know what i mean which would be like yeah it looks great has no terps zero you know what i mean doesn't smell like anything when it grows perfect but hopefully we go back in the right in the other direction now though you know with uh because everybody's more it's more of a badge of honor to have a stinky like if your dispensary smells so strong that the neighbors start to complain that's like yes i'll actually you know average person who's gonna follow their nose is gonna go straight to that shop compared to some glitzy looking place that does no smell right like choosing a restaurant in new york right dave
3: you betcha. You well, come on. You you, just, you know better than anybody. 95% did. of cannabis is chosen by nose.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It really doesn't matter what it looks like to begin with. It's all the nose.
4: And unfortunately, it's always the lowest yielding, hardest to grow plant with the most finicky and got a fucking baby at the most. And you're like, oh, that's the one everybody likes. <laughs> so you're like, fuck. <laughs> it's never the one that yields a lot and it's easy to grow. It's you know that's why with things like gorilla glue and stuff like that are such big successes in the industry because they do they're easy to grow and they actually kind of deliver but from a breeding point of view they're not really the greatest like they, they don't they just turn everything into the same thing like you're like oh it's more easy to grow boring i kind of like yeah it doesn't enhance it you know whereas if you get those finicky fucking that's you know even Skittles was like one of those classics where it's like it's the worst plant to grow it's looking horrible but it does yeah, it it does enhance uh, and the chirps are really identifiable you know so people people gravitated towards it but as a grower you'd be like ugh Girl Scout cookie same thing like, ugh, worst plant ever like as far as growing like ugh
5: you know? yeah
4: Skittles is worse though Skittles is worse <laughs> for sure <laughs> for sure but uh but still you know people did it because they're like oh. It's you know once they realize, and and a little bit like we talked about earlier, like Cali Mist was a kind of a hard you know finicky plant to grow, not the greatest. But but if you got a good one, it would yield well, but it would take 12 weeks. You know what I mean? So you just have to take that into consideration. If it's four weeks longer than normal, you know, than something else, it better yield more, right? But it didn't yield nearly four weeks more worth of you know. But the terps and the flavor and the uniqueness
3: you know Yeah, hey Bob Rasta Jeff was given away tons of his secrets and almost his IPM straight away you have any, you have any tips Trey what's what's the Bob what, what do you want to suggest because there, there are a lot of people who, who joined late just to hear you and uh, what can you offer them so they could take to their home gardens and become better growers
5: um, keep on your IPM with your clones um before you have a problem um just for moms for your mom room micronized software is a big tool uh you know it kills a lot of micro mites rusted mites keeps pm away mm-hmm. um like and, you, and you just use like bi- you,
4: do you use like just a cheap one like Bionite or something like that or do you go for anything particular brand
5: yeah, it, I mean, most of your people that are just listening, that's all they're going to be able to get um, is that, and that definitely works. But uh, there's, you know, if you can get an organic agricultural brand, um, it's more of a brown color than that white um, mm-hmm. commercial. Great sulfur, and it's a little better product, but that, uh, that stuff that everyone can get will work um, just as well. Right, and it's cheap, um, it's like thirteen bucks a bag or something stupid. So yeah, it's it, it's the good shit is cheap too. Uh, just most places you need an agricultural license to get it, and um, so uh, no, I like it too. It's one of my
4: definite. And the thing is, I got turned off of it back in the day because of sulfur burners. I just I had them at one point, and then I was like, oh, these things suck. And then I realized, like, so then I kind of was off sulfur forever and then when russets started getting to be a problem over here in colorado that like turned into be like the the literal silver bullet which is funny because that's what tate calls his product silver bullet because it's like that's what it is and that's an 80 percent micronized sulfur product which is pretty which is also a great one to use because it's got other stuff yeah yeah but in general like yeah it really does fucking make a difference because it's like the plants thrive from it more than like at the end of the day they just Suck it all in anyway at a certain point. So you're like, all right, they're loving it now. First, they don't look so happy, <laughs> but then a couple of days later, they're like banging, you know? So I love that.
5: Yeah, for sure. It, um, you know, it's like the silver bullet for the micro mites. And if you got them bad, I, I recommend dunking the plants and, you know, while you're dunking the plants, bleaching the room and um, letting the air out and then putting the plants back in. But uh, if if you have smaller plants, you can just dunk the whole plant in the pot and that'll get rid of them.
4: Yeah. I mean, the biggest Um, problem with that is always the fucking, you got to build like a, something to, you basically got to go make a cardboard or plastic, something to cover your soil so that when you do the old flip, it doesn't turn into a nightmare because that's like the, it's one of those ones where I'm like, uh, if they get two, once they're like beyond a a gallon, I'm like, no way, dude. (laughs) It's like, it's just. To, you get that whole fucking teeter totter of the top there. So, yeah, it's.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But it is, uh, it is. You want to have them in small pots and you want to have them root bound for that. But, yeah, um, exactly. If you got big plants, you're never going to get rid of. Micromites, anyways, you need to downsize to get rid of these fuckers. Um, you know, 100% annihilation, not just to pull off around, you know, that's what I'm talking about.
4: Yeah. So did you get like devastated by those? Sounds like sounds like you're familiar with those fucking mites. So did you ever have any kind of like, oh yeah, massive fucking infestation? Because those things are a nightmare. I mean, definitely hurt people. Yeah,
5: like um, like I said, I've been holding clones for twenty years and um, trading clones. So I, I've seen every fucking the <laughs> experience come through. Um, yeah, I remember. You know, those are about the nastiest thing I faced. Uh, you know that the hot virus is uh I you, nasty. I was gonna ask. You, if you got twenty-year-old
4: plants, you must have got a few of that along the way too, because that's been kind of yeah. riddling people.
5: Yeah, yeah, you, you, you got to fucking just get rid of those ones. Unfortunately, what's that? Oh, yeah, some water.
4: Yeah, because uh, yeah, it's not worth it's not worth the fight. At the end of the day, it's like. Uh, You know, you can take cuts off of it and treat the cuts and then take cuts off of that and treat those cuts and then take cuts off of that and treat those cuts. And then maybe at that point, you might be at the point where you feel like they are sort of clean, but you know that they're, you already know that they're highly susceptible to it because they got it in the first place. So it's better just to have some plants are just, I wouldn't say they're resistant, but they're definitely able to to plant, either they don't like them as much or they're somehow Resistant in some way because I've had plants where I've had situation where I've gone into grows that like they have something that's special and we pulled it out and we managed to save it but you know the only because it didn't have nearly I mean it's like one of those things where if you get to the point especially with russets and uh where the like it's if you can actually see them you're fucked like that that's that, that, that's like if they're at that point where they're like at the corners of your stems and. You're like, what is that rusty stuff? You're like, oh, dude, you're, and that's the thing as so many, as it going into so many people's grows and seeing it and having to tell them like, dude, you guys don't understand, but you're like a month away from just losing everything here. You know what I mean? And they're like, Oh, huh? They don't see, you know, cause it's hard to see when you don't see it. Yeah. And then when you see yeah, it, it, it's sure. hard to unsee. You're like, no, I can't not see. Like now you start to see it everywhere. Like, oh fuck, everything, everything's got rust. It's like, <laughs> it us you. Yeah, it's. Yeah,
5: you know, you're like traumatized by it for sure. It's and you're always looking for it. Um, that's why I said I keep on the IPM and mm-hmm. I do uh when, when the root bound in one gallon pots. Uh, you know, I get a five gallon bucket and I put five tablespoons of sulfur in there and I, I dunk my moms. I do that every other day for ten days and I do that a few times a year just to make sure all, all the moms are clear. Um, do that before I see any problems. And um, that, 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 that keeps me clear. But yeah, unfortunately, I had to kill off a few strands because of that virus. And um, as far as the viruses, uh, make sure your your mother's, um, the, the drain off off the pots aren't mixing. I keep each mother has its own individual tray, and it's labeled, and it never mixes the runoff. Um, and I still do that with all my clean strains now, just because, um, just to fucking make sure shit doesn't spread. And that's one of the easy ways shit spread. And yeah, I think um, also
4: cloning, cloning is also the same classic situation too, where you gotta like, if you have any thought that maybe one of your plants is either dudding or doing something weird, never, like that's where I think people fuck up is like they'll take a whole, you know, they'll do a, like an easy cloner and they'll have eight, yeah. eight eight or nine strains in the easy cloner and imagine just when you start thinking about them they're like mixing everything you know, yeah. like you're pretty much in bed with everybody's in bed with each other at that point point. and there was you an got, orgy
3: of cloning and if you have one yeah,
4: yeah. You have one with virus now they all have it 100 you know what i mean so i like, yeah. like impregnated yeah. it into their tissue at that point so
5: yeah yeah i don't use easy cloners i've been off those things for the exact reason for a long time and um it's uh I use alcohol, um, on the scissors and scalpel in between each cut. And then I use a Clorox wipe and then wipe it with that. So yeah, I'm extremely paranoid. And, um, you know, when you lose something, you've been taking care of it for a long time that, you know, you, you just got to get rid of for the greater good. It, you know, it, it made me like step my game up that much more. That's why I have each tray as labeled and I never mix runoff, and I never recut with scissors or stuff like that on my mother's.
4: Right. It's like good practices, basically. It's like if you're a chef, you know, once you get it locked in and you understand what cross-contamination is, and you go to, like, a barbecue and you watch somebody just, like, like, whoop-a-doo, and they're picking up everything. You're like, oh, my God, dude. Did you just pick up, like like raw chicken and then stick it into Why the are fucking salad. Why you cooking salad? The chicken like, over oh, your burgers? Uh, you know, yeah, just like <laughs> some, yeah, things like that. Not to say I'm a chef by any means, but just like working in kitchens and getting trained on, on at least the minimal about fucking safety when food safety is that. And then cannabis, I think that's one of the things where, especially dispensaries and like trimmers and all those kind of people, they they should actually go, they should actually be a program for them just because they that's where you, you fuck everything up, you know what I mean? And like, I'm surprised there's not more, because like for instance, E. coli, when you're doing wet trimming, like if you wet trim your weed, which you shouldn't do in the first place, but if you do do that, there's almost like a 90% chance that if you tested that at a certain, you know, at many, multiple times during the drying process, there would be a moment in time where E. coli would be present because you created so much open tissues, you know, fresh, you know, you just created the perfect environment for it, right? So, I feel like if, peop, if people figure out, but it won't, A, it won't hurt you. I wouldn't even worry about it. Like chances of you getting E. coli from weed or like n- fucking next to them. but it's just like, because it's going to dry and it's going to go be gone. But when it's fresh like that and people are working with fresh material and people don't realize that cannabis, normally when you, like you or I are growing it, maybe like one other person might touch it. You know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, we're going to grow it and then someone else might help you trim it. And that's about it. But when you're in the industry, like recreational industry or medical, seven or eight people fucking touch your weed before you ever get your weed, right? So it's like, you know, obviously they're most of the time wearing gloves and smart about it. But you watch, you know, especially back in the day, you watch people fucking sloppy fucking just totally touching everything. By the time you've actually got your weeds, literally seven different fucking people have touched it. So that's why you should grow your own weed.
3: <laughs> just, Bob, do you use uh, fish shit at all? Um,
5: I do. The product, and, um,
4: the product fish shit or the fish shit? Inside? No,
5: I, I don't use uh, a product called fish shit. I use a uh, bottler's, uh, um, uh, dry, uh, hydrolyzed. Soy, um, yeah, that's right. That's the word I was looking for.
4: <laughs> hydrolyzed fish. Yeah. That's, it's a good, yeah. good base.
5: So yeah, I that's
4: the, Bob the some of our fish, fish from fish, from it. fish. Fish mm. is going to hate us. We're giving up. We're giving out so much fish shit. Yeah, we will definitely get you. I think he'd be
3: honored to have Bob use his of product. Of course he will.
4: Of course he will. We're going to get you uh, five liters of fish shit to try out. It's a great product. It's uh, one of our sponsors from the show, but it definitely awesome. fits in most people's programs. You know what I mean? It's like a it's, because yeah, it's, yeah. it's not hydrolyzed fish though. It, it's actual fish shit that's been.
3: Uh, Harvested from a diaper off the fish. There you go. That's, that's, that's the words
4: I was looking for. Harvested off a diaper. That's awesome.
3: <laughs> yeah, you should oh. see these diapers for the fish. Each one has one custom made. It has its own little <laughs> trough it eats from, and then it comes to a, a D diapering,
4: you know, area station. and they take the diaper station. off station. and they take the fish out. <laughs> the station. D, the yeah. D diaper station. Yep. Um, well, fish yeah. products in general, though, are definitely one of the ones that. Uh, I think plants have always you know you you always see the connection. This thing this thing's pilgrims, right? You're like that's the first thing you learn when you're in school. Like they buried a fish, it's fucking pond. but when you do work mm-hmm. with fish products, it's definitely like plants fucking love it. So um
5: Yeah, they do. Um when I first started growing in the early nineties in Virginia, the Alaskan fish emulsion was one of the organic only organic products I could find, you know? And uh the Maxi Crop organic shit. shit.
4: That particular Alaska. <laughs> that stunk. That stuff smells so. It's like a. It has literally like a Mexican. It smells like you're in like the the Mexican sewer <laughs> or something where you're just like, holy fuck, does that stink? Like it's so deep. Yeah. It's, oh, funny. Yeah. it's one of those ones where that's not a great indoor. It, when you use it indoors, it's like definitely takes a while for that when shit. When
3: you to- use it indoors and then you don't. Um, Diluted properly. Oh, just I—I I didn't realize at first. I was pouring it straight out of the bottle and killed plants. Oh, you you know, it was a. Uh,
4: but you and you and MTI should well, get I was, grow I've together. I told you, you I'm not the awesome. <laughs> You guys are awesome. This is 91,
3: 90, and you know, in Syracuse, New York.
4: Well, what's funny is on that particular product too. It says will not burn plants, right? But if you put in the amount that they say it brings your pH down to like 4.9 or something like that. You're just like, how can this not burn your fucking, like this doesn't even make sense. Like it's like weird. Cause I've, I've, uh, cause I recently used some in an outdoor garden and I was tested. I was like, I'll oh, be check the pH real quick. And it was even less than that. I think it was like, 3.9 or something nuts it would just drop the shit like a rock and i was like well. and, it, and it says on the front will not burn plants and i'm like that seems almost impossible at that point and I, like, wah, wah, wah. will burn oh. yeah. take out the word not like, will burn your plants my, my were uh
5: were small and very underfed at that time and they were very happy to get any food at at, <laughs> at all at that point which yeah for true. sure 100 i wasn't checking ph either at that point
4: <laughs> well it's it's nice when you don't and it works it's amazing because it's one of those things where i i because i grew so much indoors and so much like hydro and got so fucking like anal about ph knowing you know and after checking the runoff and checking before and checking after because it's you know it, it's kind of how i gauge everything but with organic you can't really do that on some things because some things it just doesn't the plants uh, adapt and doesn't it just, it's not under the same guise as if you're using just straight salts because straight salts will, especially like an EC meter, you can't use an EC meter on organic because it doesn't register. That's just registering a salt, right? So, like, you could have a whole bunch of shit in there, stick the EC meter in and it barely fucking moves. And then if you're doing stuff with A, B, hydro food, it, every little tiny amount, you know, registers something on there you can't slip anything past that meter so it's that's why organic growing is a little it's it's not, it's a it's a longer process to learn let's say but it's a much more rewarding because just ph because you don't really i mean if you have the right if you put dolomite or you work your soil beforehand you shouldn't have any ph issues anyway you know it's like everything's
5: self-regulating
4: at that point which is better than us trying to regulate
5: yeah, for sure. I've uh, been developing my soil, mixing away a feed plants uh, the whole time. And definitely have uh, tried some, you know, chemi uh, conversional, mm-hmm. done some chemi crops, you know, along the way. I've been gone forever. And even when I did those, I always liked to mix a little organic food because I felt like it tastes better. And um, yeah. most of the time, I'd only do the organic. Shit for head back then, and and I just felt a little guilty about it releasing the chemical shit. So I, I've been all organic forever, because so, you know if I'm growing for head head stash organic and selling, you know, General Hydro fucking product, it's you know.
4: Well, I think that the funny thing with, with General Hydro though is like back in the day there really wasn't much choice, was there? There was pretty much like that gave you the control of being able to know that you know okay i'm going to flip them now i'm going to switch it from a you know a two two to one to a a one to one and it was like made it that much easier whereas you you couldn't really switch them on and off like that with organic Uh, and there really wasn't much choice of organic at that time that was really useful you know that was like very like earth juice remember back in the day earth juice remember that stuff it was like smelled smelled like literally smelled like ground-up hippies it was like patchouli smelling you're like oh i smell patchouli and i smell some other fucking it was very hippie dippy but it was also like kind of inconsistent like i would get it and try it and it didn't i liked it for a while and then all of a sudden everything kind of started going south with it and i wasn't sure i think the problem with a lot of the companies is that they're like again victims of their own success if you're working with very you know hard you know limited things and then all of a sudden their original source is not there and they go for something else it fucks the whole formula up you know what i mean and that that kind of seemed there was a definitely some weird batches of the earth juice back in the day where i was like all right this stuff used to be good <laughs> now it's just weird and uh, i
5: agree with that a hundred percent i definitely used that uh, earth juice company when it first came out around 99 and then after a few years it was inconsistent and
4: yeah, it was weird, right? Because in the beginning, and then in the beginning, it was also like the weight of it. Like you could tell just by, you pick up a liter of it and you'd be like, fuck, dude, that's like, you know, it was almost like that. uh <laughs> It was like, there's that other product, um, i trying to remember, CC Spray or something like that. There's that one, Primordial Solutions, you know that company? Yes. you heard of them? Yeah. And all their products, when you pick them up, you're like, fuck, it's like, what is that? spent uranium or something because it's weird even though it is organic and it's definitely but it's fucking heavy as fuck and that's the way earth juice was and then there was like a moment where I, picked, I i knew the weight in my head and when i got a batch i was like hey this doesn't weigh the same something's up and then it was different at that from that point on it was different so they substituted something and the molecular weight was off or i don't know what it was it was weird but say la vie, earth juice and your hippie swag <laughs> Ground-up hippies. What a great advertising. It really did, though. I used to tell, dude, what does that smell like? They'd be like, patchouli. I was like, I can't Shakedown like Street. Come on now. Um, patchouli and sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so what time is it now? 6.40? Huh? we got to do shout-outs in a minute. Um, what's So besides James Bean, obviously, is the man when you got your drop coming down. Is Do you do any forums? Are you on his forum, on his... Uh, did he force you to, to run your forum or you're just like me where you you refuse?
5: Yeah. I'm just, uh, you can just find me on Instagram and it's hard enough. to do one. Yeah. Um, I, I just, uh, I like to deal with my plants and, you know, smoke weed and hide in the redwoods.
4: Definitely. Um, so, so we don't have a definitive date, but we're hoping within the next six months, we should see some new product coming on the shelf. I would assume. So, We'll give you a six-month window. How's that? Does that work? Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah not, no, not, too not too much pressure. To I don't want to put too much pressure on you. Because I know six months. Yeah, you should be able to have a drop by then. Hopefully, I'm the same. I'm like I haven't put out a drop with James for a while, but now that we have all the time in the world, it's even harder to get anything done. In my opinion, <laughs> you, it was it was easier when you were on the hamster wheel, running like a maniac because you're like you kind of knew what you had to do. Now it's like. i I guess i could just hang out grow weed finally (laughs) this is all i ever wanted to do it's it's all happening like but then you're like yeah it's uh hard to get any like now i i I the the rat race sometimes when it comes to growing because you really have to you have to uh, like if you go too slow it's it's hard to uh get these projects finished you know i know from experience
5: definitely i have that problem for sure (laughs)
4: Well, we should join forces. We can maybe equal one, 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 uh, confident fucking company together. Right. Yes. We <laughs> did it. Uh, no, but no, yeah. I'd be glad. I'd, be, I'd definitely be interested, um, in seeing what comes out of, uh, those old seeds. If you definitely, if you get something out of there, we can do something with that. And in general, we should, we should talk about it in the future. Cause it'd be fun. We'll take our time. Oh, yeah. coming. 2028. <laughs> 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 the collab you've been waiting for. Since the original go. show in 2020. <laughs> well, cool. Awesome. Um well, cool. Uh, we're going to do some shout outs and stuff, so I don't want to keep you keep you from your plants, but it was definitely cool to connect, um, keep in touch with the show, and definitely uh, when you have that drop, we'll we'll get you back on. We'll do another breeders.
5: Thanks. Thanks a lot for having me. It was just a pleasure. And, uh, Thanks for coming on, Bob. Have a Wait, good how night does everybody, everybody
3: find you online? What's your Instagram and all that before
5: you go? Mr. Soup. Bob mm-hmm. Um. and Crickets and Cicada Seeds is the other one. Sweet. And uh, Thanks a lot, man.
4: Say hi to Hannah for us and shout out to everybody. and We'll, we'll talk soon. All right, peace.
5: Peace.
4: Nice. Look at that all lined up like a professional. Cup. Look at that. MTI coming through. He knew New Millennium, as mentioned on the show multiple times today, by our buddy Irie Jeff. Staple in his in his in his uh, quiver there. Right. Yeah. Um, the guys over at New Millennium putting out some serious products. Check them out. Obviously, use a done deal when you do that um you can pick up their uh their winter frost if you're about to if you're about to finish your stuff pick up some winter frost finish your plants off you'll be like holy shit that shit really works um if you're about to flip your plants we just had the uh, decision up there if that's another product you want to use that nobody really else is doing so it's it's perfect that helps line up your plants and get them ready for for flowering first like you your first uh literally on your first feeding and flower you're going to use it and maybe one other time after that bam uh also their uh ruby fulvic is a great product it's 11 kinds of fulvic acid in one you can stand use that stand that's like a tonic for your plants so you basically just figure like you want to give your plants a little special treat you give them that by themselves bam next day you really notice the difference and it just helps kind of keep everything clean and firing in all cylinders really uh, but yeah new millennium nutrients Done deal Check checkout. Also, they got a store finder and a calculator, so if you have to figure out how many space you got and how many plants you got, you can figure that all out. And uh buy the right amount of products. You don't end up with five gallons of decision, which you only need to use once. You're like, uh, you're only using that once during the thing. Oh shit. I've got five gallons of it. Um yeah. And if you don't want to grow your own weed, you just want to sit around like Dave and fucking eat candy all day then this is your product right here
3: dave tell them incredibles <laughs> edibles I man the first edible i really you know commercial edible i really tried them and i don't want to say dixie because i didn't try them but they are the most consistent oh. edibles going for 10 years now 12 years so i think they're
4: on their 10 year anniversary right? i think they had their 10 year that's believe. right 10 year anniversary I think I was just me. recently so there you go official 10 year anniversary
3: yeah uh-oh. And uh, I love that new little cast photo they have, the silhouette of them. They, they look great. But they've got like six or seven new flavors of, of gummies out right now. And so you can find them all over the state. They're in like 500-plus
4: dispensaries. Super it, consistent. It, it, That's one thing we love about them. Consistent. They as, work. They work. They work. They taste the yeah. same. They work the same. They, uh, they deliver exactly what you want. It's important. And... The inputs are also really good. Oh, you love that little silhouette because you're yeah. like, oh, I have my own can. They have their own silhouette. They're only half a face, though. Yeah, man. They don't, they, don't <laughs> get a, they don't get a full face. Um, yeah. No,
3: they're a great company, great people. I mean, uh, if if you're gonna try an edible out, that's the one you want to try. And huh. uh, you can you can get them actually discounted, right? If you went to Green Farms Med, try to use the uh oh, the yeah. done deal down there. So you can always talk to to J W when you go down there. They sell incredibles down there. And uh, I know they sell them at Apothecary, but I don't think we have the done deal set up for that. But I think that's something we're going to work on.
4: We're working on that. But now you're all jumping ahead, skipping around. You don't know what you're doing. I'm skipping you're around. It's MTI. okay. You, you don't messi- have to change the card, Mark. You're messing up what? MTI because we didn't say True because True Pura, well, you can next. get the discount. Yeah, but that's in between. It's a jump. So you jumped over to Green Farms. You forgot about True Pura.
3: I didn't forget about them. I was dude, just trying hey, to, dude, to tie it in. I'm telling Bob. You know? I'm
4: telling Bob on yep,
2: I'm going to tell Bob. But we're go talking. to
3: truepura.com and you get 20% off your order if you enter done deal in the checkout code.
4: And they deliver, and obviously. They so, because it's CBD. You get yep. delivered right to your door. Mom right. approved. Um, yes. Mar- Mark's parents are their yeah. biggest customer right mom now. Mom approved. They have sold, they have pretty much, it's like they're selling all the furniture now, I heard, like, yep. just to get more. Yeah. Yeah, they're selling. Jones are out right now. That's like, right. Ah, we're running out. But, if you don't want to run out, you go over to our guys over there at Green Farms, GreenFarmsMed.com. GreenFarmsMed.com. They have uh, organically grown, no-till grown cannabis in house. They've got rosin, which is off the chart terps, like over twenty percent terps on one. The country fruit, um, just beautiful plant, beautiful uh, plants and. Excellent product. You get the done deal on your Incredibles. You get done deal on anything there, really. Just go there. Tell them, hey, what up? You heard about on the show. Obviously, you need a medical card. And you need to be here in Colorado, so I can't can't help you if you don't, if you're not those kind of in, in that position. But when and if you are, this is their spot. Um, also, you can go to Green Farms Feed and Seed in Louisville if you want to grow your own. And, and you're thinking like, hey, you know what? I need some uh, organic inputs for my garden, and uh, that's the spot to do it. Uh, And while you're there, you may notice some products from another company. Guys who are our buddies over here at
3: BuildAsoil.com. Oh Oh, shit. 877.
4: No. uh, Get out of here. Get out of here. 855 877
3: Soil. soil. Amateur. Amateur hour over here. I know. Such a rookie. Fuck.
4: Uh, But no, you go to BuildAsoil.com or to 855 877 Soil. Say what up, I need the done deal. Uh, this and basically check online, they have uh super high quality organic inputs and also IPM, which you heard about on the show from every breeder and grower out there. It's your number one thing you need to take care of, especially now because it's summertime. This is when the shit starts to get everyone's getting thrips. Um, you know, if you're growing indoors and you got thrips, um, I know that Keith was asking me and I forgot to answer him on that one, but Spino's, uh two rounds, mm-hmm. you're you got them crushed. Don't use spinozod if you if they're outdoors, though, because that fucks up bees, and we don't want to fuck up bees. Mm. So you don't want to fuck them up. But that's that one simple, cheap, easy product, two two applications, three days apart, killed them. But Build-A-Soil, if you have any kind of questions like that, you call them up, they'll tell you exactly what to use. Um, but they've got also plants growing in their place. Every single person there grows, they know what's up. So service, service, service. So buildasoil.com, I don't know, check out, use the done deal get an extra discount on your deal. And if you're inside of Colorado or New Mexico and you order over 500 bucks, you can get free shipping. So feel free to order a bunch of soil. Finally, you're like, yeah, it's, now it's worth it. Was it going to be worth it if you're going to have to pay for shipping of soil? Yep, it sucks. But not having to pay for shipping. Now, of course, you can only do that to a certain point. I don't think you can buy a truckload and get free shipping. That ain't happening. Just call up Jeremy and talk to him. I'm sure they'll work something out with. And Jeremy's got some bomb ass fucking mushroom kits. He's also got the. If you talk to him direct and you tell him that Dave sent you and said, "Give me, give me your sourdough starter." Dave said it was okay. Just to get. I'm gonna head
3: down there next week. Are you? And I'm gonna pick some up. Yeah.
4: Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's a nice long drive. Five hours. going to have to stay with fella. Yeah, well it'll happen. Sounds like
0: you're gonna need some coffee for that drive.
4: Oh shit. You know you know you get Uh coffee on the way out, you stop over there at Ozo Coffee and say, I need that done deal. you got to get the in-store so you, you, done deal so we can really, really capitalize on the done deals. We'll, you. we'll work it out. Hard. We'll work it out.
3: Listen, they're craft coffee roasters. Mm-hmm. They have relationships with farmers dating back 10 years. They ensure they get the prime lots from the farm. They get the kind, as Justin wanted to say. Um, you go to ozocoffee.com, you enter done deal in the checkout, you get 20% off your first order. So, uh, it, they, they have some serious single stra- single origin strains that are fantastic. So try them all out.
4: I need my five pounds. I'm getting low. I got it right here for you. Right here for me. doesn't do shit. <laughs> I need coffee now. I'll grab it. I'll grab, it. I'll grab it this weekend. All, I, uh, uh, I'm tweaking out. There you go. There you go. I'll all grab right. it this
0: weekend and bring it to you next week.
4: All right. Or just great. go to
3: ozocoffee.com. They have locations in Boulder and Longmont. They're great people. Amazing. you got to wear a mask when you go inside, but you drink good coffee.
4: Amazing coffee. And you can drink. Yep. You have to drink through your mask. That's the most embarrassing. hard I don't part. not think but, so. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Treasure. PT over at Treasure. Oh my God, it's going off over there, dude. It is going off. Is it? Yeah, it is. People, yeah, it's party time, Dave. Party time, full on. Sweet. It's just well, yeah.
3: listen. They 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 solve their problems pretty much, so they can go out and have parties and have fun. Oh, cool.
4: But the guys yeah. over Treasure. I talked to PT the other day. He said, yeah, it's definitely it's back on again. So if you're in Barcelona, if you're trapped there. If you're from America, you're not going to Barcelona unless you have got some special ins. Tell me how you do it. Mm. Got to have some special VIP pass or something. Yeah. like that. I don't know. But if you happen to be there and you want to go check out the nicest, coolest people, best weed, best vibe, go to Treasure. Mm-hmm. Tell me you have the done deal. You get free entrance, which is normally thirty euros. So there's that that you're making you're making bank right there. Right. We were we were so disappointed. We were. 24 that's, hours away from leaving. and
0: That's your reward for Dave, making it through three hours every week.
4: We had, And Dave, we had to convince Dave because he wouldn't listen. But, you know, we did. Somehow, I wanted to go. What could I say? I, I was I was ready yeah. to go. Dave was like, give it to me. We said, no, Dave. I'm ready to go. Uh, but well, I mean, yeah. think about it right
3: now with the exchange uh, rate. The 30 euros is about 150 US dollars. So, Is it that bad right now? But, is it, no, I'm sure it's going to get worse. Are
4: we getting our ass kicked yeah. that hard? Uh, but, yeah, check them out. If you is in Barcelona, 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 Barcelona. All right, and next, boom, we got. Oh, that. oh, oh no. no, confusion. There what? You go.
0: Sorry. Oh shit. Apothecary farms. Apothecary right here. Apothecary you. Got farms. Some, got some to smoke right now. I I got, got some, some flaves. Oh, yeah.
4: Flaves. I got flaves over oh, here. I, I, I think got you got batter. mambo
0: and some. uh Some sour diesel sour batter. Sour diesel batter. Sour diesel batter. Oh gee.
4: Oh, Jesus. And we got some. So, like if you go to
3: Apothecary in uh, Denver, Pueblo, Colorado Springs, you ask for the done deal. You get a gram of their ambrosia and an infused joint for 25 bucks. And uh, we'll hope to expand that deal to something else and add some incredibles to it soon. Um, but stay tuned. Good Fire job. extracts. Good job. And they're just getting into rosin too now. So, you'll see that on the shelves.
0: Yeah, for sure. Rossin, yeah, Rossin, Rossin.
4: check out the show from what four weeks ago, something like that. Uh, four five, weeks ago, five was, weeks, <laughs> weeks
0: ago, six weeks ago. No, man, it was before COVID times, man. No, was Yeah, because he was in studio. Oh, yeah. we were in uh, D Money. Uh, the the yeah. Oh, yeah, we're over there.
4: It's oh, a long time ago. Uh, uh, yeah. back before Groundhog making, the, Day it was like started, December
0: I think, or January or something.
4: Yeah, so I said four Anyways. weeks ago. That's exactly what I said. Four, four weeks, weeks ago. Four man, weeks ago, totally. December.
0: But good, good flavors. They just got a whole bunch of new stuff in after seven ten. Uh, they have some new in-house flavors, and uh, like you said, the SHO is looking bomb lately.
4: Fire!
0: And you should be able to
3: find it on the stores and the store shelves in Oklahoma really soon too. If it's uh, branded under Apothecary or someone else, I'm sure we can get a brand to let us know how you can find it.
4: S- and next we got X Craft. Extractcraft.com. Yeah. Simple. That was the thing. Simple, safe, right there. Ethanol extraction. Definitely all those things. Um, super simple. So simple, I got bored. <laughs> I was like, now what do I do? Just sit around for three hours and wait? Yep. Yep. Um, but there are some other little neat tricks and things you can do with it, which I was very interested in you can make it into your it can be its own VAC and separate, you know. Purge oven kind of thing. It can do all other has other features, but uh, check them out uh, if you want the done deal. Contact them direct. Uh, they're only like fifteen hundred bucks too. They're real cheap. Uh, complete closed loop extraction, uh, alcohol extraction, and you get back about ninety eight percent of your original product. So super efficient. Um, again, like well built, built right here in Colorado too. So if you have any problems, you can send it back. They will take care of it immediately. Um, Go to their website, um, and you can also go to their uh, Instagram page, which is Extract Craft Users, right? Isn't that it? User? Their user user group or something? Extract like Craft so. Team. Team, sorry. You're right. Yeah. Team. Extract Craft, yeah, exactly. They have a, but the thing is, they're also really cool, and the one of the things that uh, made me uh, realize the, the benefit of this thing, because you can do all sorts of extractions with alcohol. It's not just cannabis. Um, and they on that uh, Instagram page, there's a whole bunch of different um, products that these people have made and different kinds of extracts. And so if you happen to be foraging and got all sorts of things out there, you can make your own tinctures at home. So check them out. Um, but you're going to need uh, alcohol. So you can go to our next sponsor, of course, which is 420-
3: 420extractor.com.
4: There you will get your alcohol to fill up into your crucial or your mold. hand sanitizer. Yes. The other products. You could, it's a little sticky for hand sanitizer. Cause the, the food great, you know, it's a little bit like, it's not like uh, isopropyl is a little more dry. This is a little more like, you know, st- st- sugary, <laughs> sugary powdery. Uh, but in, in it 420 extractor is, uh, made for extraction of cannabis, uh, or <clears throat> other, other botanicals. So, uh, you know, you know, you, it's not like you're using Everclear, which, you know, is sort of, it, there's some impurities in there. Uh, but yeah, check them out. Go, if you want to order direct, you can get them in five gallon totes. Uh, I think that's 36 bucks a gallon. Throw in the done deal. Give you, I think they take care of your shipping or something like that. But hit them up. Tell me something on the show. You need, you need that shit. You need it. Um, you need it. Need it. Speaking of you need must it. Have it, oh my god! Right Maybe here. next week you can bring the. Uh, when Dave sees uh, cookies like that, he like, ah, Did you see those? Next Uncooked? week, bring
3: the extractor and do a run a batch. No, Start gonna, it right before the show.
4: Not here. No, it's not the right spice.
3: Well, <laughs> nah. Nah, nah. The fourteen er Boulder. There we go. Fourteen er Boulder. So you go to 14 erbouldercom They are a fantastic dispensary. They're listen. They've lived in Colorado now. I want to say they all went to to CU Boulder. So that's how they really got their start. They used to grow pot and sell it in the dorms, and then they came out of the the what were we calling it? What's the? It's not the black market anymore. Traditional the, market. Uh, traditional market. Into the regulated market, and uh, they are growing some fire flower right now. They did a collab with uh, Viola concentrates, so you can find that on the shelves right now. Live resin, they do all their live ros- their resin in house. Um, they press it themselves. Dan is their extractor; he is fantastic at what he does. They've got it really dialed in. Their flower is phenomenal. I'm a big fan of the truth, um, D J C my strain, Tropicana. They've got Mac cookies. They've got them all right now. So check out 14erbolder.com. you got to place a pre-order. You cannot go down to the store and just walk in and buy anything right now. And if possible, they do ask that you have your cash ready so that you don't have to use the cash machine in the store. But if you need to, you can. So it's 14erbolder.com. Place your pre-order. They, I believe they're still doing the first hour from 9 to 10 um, even though they don't have any medical flower or medical herb right now or concentrates or anything like that, they will uh, allow medical patients to come in from 9 to 10 hmm. and uh, without having to worry about it being crowded with a whole bunch of rec patients outside. So they're doing their best to take care of everyone and doing their part.
4: Gotcha. 14, <clears throat> 14 Yes, that is Dave on the lid. Yes. That is Dave's. Claimed fame right there. His, yeah. If he I would never let him on the I show. I don't care that can out can as a joke.
3: Right. Yeah. I got my face in a can of weed.
4: Well, what's I no joke? What's no joke <laughs> is fish shit. You can make jokes
3: now, though. Go right ahead. We will. Plenty. Send them in to Adam at the AdamDunnShow.com. Is that
0: even? I
4: don't, on? I don't think that's going to exist. I think you can get think That's, that's going to bounce back. It's and, definitely going to bounce yeah, back, I yeah. think. So, uh, <laughs> fish shit we'll make your plants bounce back though, won't it? Oh, Oh, oh my God. Yeah. We need uh,
0: a DJ scratch. <coughs> you need that. All I have is this. Oh, there you go. Perfect.
4: That's good enough. Okay. Um, that gets the party started, yeah. but fish shit does the same thing. Shit makes your plants turp out, Turp out, brah. You can, you can speak turpinese after your, once <laughs> your plants get hit with this fish shit. They're, you'll be speaking turpinese, brah. <laughs> um, no, great product. Uh, it's it's a uh, you can add it to any any formula you have. If you're growing on doesn't matter what you're growing, soil, hydro, whatever. You can add this product into your mix, and uh, you will see an improvement. We're uh, we should get Tom on the show again soon, just because he's a fun guy. We like Tom, Tommy. We'll do a big. I think tel- he was skydiving the other day. See, that's what I just said. He's a fun yeah. guy. He's a guy sky, skydiving the other day. But no, we should get him on the show and do. That's when we can do our big giveaway. And we'll add. So maybe real soon we should get him on the show. That way we can add in. By the way, here send five to him and five to him and five to him. Because we have promised half our guests for the last three weeks now for shit. So we yeah, better yeah. we better we better deliver. Dave, no problem. Dave's giving it away like it's like it's his. Right? Yeah.
3: Tommy would love to know that Bob is using it and Jeff is using it. That's right. It's uh, it's good for his brand.
4: No, it's just, and it's like, I know that everybody, it's funny too, because I didn't know, I had seen it on the shelf over at the shop here, and there was an issue in the very beginning, I think we talked about on the show, where, you know, it's so alive that they were like blowing up off the shelf and stuff, because they didn't have the pressure release caps on them or something. Oh, right. So, kind of like, uh, (laughs) so so every time I came in, there was like fish shit dripping off the thing, and I was like, eh, probably not going to use that product. Like, it was just kind of out of my it was off my radar for a yeah. while, but then everybody who had used it was telling me how great it was, and so then I got finally got a chance to fucking try it, and now it's pff, it's in there, it's in the quiver, it's in the quiver, in the quiver, as they say in Rhode Island, Rhode Island. Uh,
3: you Pack your car and have it yad.
1: Exactly. Fishheadfarms.com. That's farms. what they com. say in Red
3: Island.
4: Fishheadfarms.com.
3: Fishheadfarms.com.
4: <clears throat> James Bean, man on the scene. You saw him here live. Weed on his head. He had weed head. He wasn't frozen. Seeds he wasn't frozen. He's here now, He, he was Dr. lively. Tom. He was lively today. Okay? He wasn't on a jet ski either. That was he wasn't background. on a jet ski. He was lively. I'm surprised he didn't get crippled on the jet Because Normally, you'd figure one week on the jet ski, next week with a big neck brace or right. something. Like that's what I was expecting. Totally. Like, oh, yeah. But no, he, he right. did it. He did it. He survived. Um, but you, <clears throat> you can contact them if you want to get some of the best in genetics or the best in genetics, I should say. Fifty plus breeders. I don't know how many he's got now. There was a time when I knew it was fifty-two. I think at that time, but he's probably up to sixty now or something. Oh, who knows? But pretty much, if you go through the list, you're like, all right, yep, yep, oh, oh, okay, yep, yep, pretty, yeah. They're all the best of the best. Um, and you get uh, there's a couple European growers in there, but there's mostly most of it is uh, American, American grown, made in America
3: homegrown american oh, cannabis exactly but
4: uh, you also have the best when it comes to uh customer service if you have any problems give them a shout bam taken care of um i saw mike denver's harv uh, like s- harvested i think or uh, harvesting or uh his uh, uh
0: the, his the bomb sack bomb sack or he's no, already coming down soon oh it's coming down but definitely definitely be your friend when it comes down Nah, <laughs> no, we need to get him on the show. You should come on For the sure. show.
4: We'll, you, Mike Denver, your open invitation. When you when you have that weed to smoke, come over here and we'll smoke it together here. Yeah, live, and we'll see who's tall. Do I that want to We'll Boston. see who's tall and who's short at that point. We'll be like, ah, oh, That's Denver. what you should do. You should you should be Mike mean Dent? at first. Huh? I can, I can. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be mean. Mean me? I'm never mean, dude. Mike Denver knows. He knows. He started the whole. He started my whole, the whole thing about me being short. It's all come from. It comes from Mike. Yep. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, you get. uh, And if you really want to push uh, James's buttons, order some Sage Master Select and tell him you want the Double Down deal now. Double Down deal now. Is there some deals? Was there some specials there? Was there one on sale? Oh, you have to check. Let's see. Is he having on sale? Come on, come on, sell one on sale. Double Down deal. Double down. Oh. Nope. Out of stock. Yeah. Okay. um, So when they go on sale. Yeah. I I suggest everybody orders them.
0: Yeah. The double done deal.
4: The double done. Yeah. You can tell them you need it. So, uh, that was me and my first time ever promoting my own company ever on the show. Sorry guys. Sorry for that selfless promotion You're allowed. That was
0: my bad. I clicked on it.
4: I know. I saw it. I was like, Oh my God. Ah, Look at that guy.
0: Holy shit. He's everywhere.
4: (laughs) Um, SeatsHereNow.com, but everywhere. Oh, my God. Are you in California? Do you need to grow with LEDs now because they are about to mandate yeah. it? You probably want to call these guys up and say, shit, I need to order your most expensive product you got, your ILX Series LEDs. They're definitely not cheap, but they're the fucking bomb. And if you're going to go and spend the money, you need to spend the money on the right products. But you get the done deal, and it all comes, it'll it balance it out in the end. You'll be like, holy fuck, we just saved $150,000. How good is that? Sounds good and, right? to me. Then that's a now that's a done deal right there. 150k. But uh you definitely want to go to Illuminar Lighting also to find out what the word of the month is because next week we're going to be giving away a 315 ceramic metal halide. Soon to be <laughs> defunct. Soon to be not even allowed in California anymore. So you want to get your hands on these things because they're going to be uh, they're going to be classic soon. You're classic. only going to have you're only going to have LEDs. So. Yep. Uh,
3: and next week, too, we're also going to have... Oh, yeah, Stabby, Stabby McStabwood. 1, all right.
4: All right. I got it straight. Yeah. It was Stabby McStabwood. I remember. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But Mike is short. It's okay, though. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I have no issues. No, it's all good. Stabby uh, But you're 100% welcome on the show. Yeah, man. Because we want to smoke that bomb sack. <laughs> yeah, man. Totally. We want to sniff your bomb sack. Yeah. We want to <laughs> sniff your bomb sack. Yeah live
6: oh gosh uh, I know
4: right we had to go there uh, <laughs> check these guys out though for the word of the month to win the light also check out um, their website which is new now this is all updated isn't it
0: yeah this is all very updated now. I'm like
4: wow this, I'm looking at the first time first time looking at it so take a look at their updated website uh, shout out to Maz of course I haven't talked to him in a while Let's see what he's up to yeah he hasn't had any crazy videos for a while yeah Man, so we, need, we need more crazy videos. <laughs> no, maybe not. I don't know. Oh, their hash controller, though. Check that out. That is the shit right there. Um, hash controller app for your phone with your superior little control deal. Look at that. You, gotta, you got something to break. And you're,
0: no, another thing to break. <laughs> another thing to break. To on rely on and break.
4: No, I don't know. I think it's pretty robust. Um, can, I apparently can run a shitload of lights. That's, I don't know, I'm not going to quote any numbers, but we're talking hundreds of lights. Potentially. Potentially. But all from the convenience of your phone, you can just lay down at the beach. Fucking really do. I'm fucking everything up. <laughs> not paying attention. No, it's good to um, have that control and also to be able to see what's going on when you're not there, because that's that's what controllers really do. They take care of the shit when you're not there. Because when you're there, you can actually it's like sailing a ship, right? You're fucking like closing vents and doing that, making things work. But when you're not, you're not there. That's why you know you have to build these systems out. And look at that thing. Thing looks awesome. I don't even have one yet. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is that? What is going on around here? Yeah. All right. We need to talk to him. But uh, uh, we definitely... Doing the
0: light should
4: We should get one to do a show on one. That's what we really need to do. And then we need to get Scott on the show. We have the controller in our hands. So it's not like we're just talking about it. Then I get to use it. That, That sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Then he just and I'll need a bunch of new lights too. All right. Anyway, we'll talk to Scott about that. But IlluminarLighting.com, done deal for the ultimate in service uh, that will help you get straight to the front of the line. And guess what? We have we have ten minutes to talk shit. Shit. This
5: is great. Damn. What's that? well we, we let talk great. about uh, what is
4: great the 10 minutes to talk shit yeah, yeah it's, we usually don't because no, we, like, no, we're like we're tired shows the over. We, i know we talked yeah. we had a few things we needed to talk about now the people who hung around all the way through the ads get a little bonus 10 minutes see and the other people they all left because they were like fuck this guy and his ads he always says the same shit well first of all we don't because i don't know what we say. I, <laughs> say I may say a few things the same yeah but overall it's never in the same it's yeah yeah it's always different <laughs> They're the same show it's twice. It's always different. And di- so we all hit a... There's a few news items we saw, all of us. Uh, one of them was... Oh, yeah. One of them was the LED thing we just talked about. That's that's how we're going to start thinking. So that so if you haven't heard and you're in California and you're thinking about growing commercially, you're going to need to grow with LEDs. So this is the perfect opportunity <laughs> to, to convince whoever's in your crew that you're need. it's time to get that done deal on those fucking Illuminar lights because they'll be stoked... And I'll be stoked because I'll be like, cool, finally. Yeah, There's about working. to be a
3: bunch of used equipment oh, for s- sale in California. Oh my god. All the
4: other people can yeah, exactly. It's gonna be like back, fucking hundreds of thousands of lights are getting taken down soon. Have to. can yep. no, no yep. way around it. Um okay, so besides that news, the other one that we oh, both yeah. we both tapped in on that was really it. important. World changing. Hey! Do- That was uh, medicated, medicated Slush Puppies, right? Was that, our, was that the most important well, news that's in the world? A <laughs> that was the most important oh. news I could think of. Yeah. Well, not really, but... All right. So, the not, medicated to, say, slushies not Oklahoma. to say that I invented it, <laughs> but What's I fucking thing? invented that <laughs> shit. <laughs> we had a Slush Puppy machine in Amsterdam. My buddy, Matt, uh, who was working for me, anybody who came to the shop knows Matt. Matt was from Oklahoma, which made this whole story funny to me because Mouse from Oklahoma and the one thing he missed the really missed was slush puppies right and my other friend Alex was sitting there and he goes he just like he heard the word slush puppy and I, I'm not sure if he looked it up at the moment or he went home or whatever but all of a sudden a couple of weeks later a fucking slush puppy machine comes to the door of the shop and all the flavors <laughs> and I'm like what the fuck and he's like yeah i I know matt wanted it right so so basically matt's Mm. dreams came true right and matt is a big boy he's a big boy from oklahoma (laughs) and like you know he got the thing about slush puppies okay this is the reason why we wanted one because we knew because that there's glycerin okay they use glycerin in their formula right it's a glycerin based food flavored bullshit it's it's horrible it's chemical crap but still glycerin it's like 98 99 so i was like oh that'll that'll work so we basically made an extraction uh put that into the glycerin and and then soaked it in there and then pulled it back out and it was uh so this is like i think around 2001 maybe 2000 i don't know it's it's, it's it was rather than 99 2000 something like that i mean maybe it was even a little earlier but uh the other thing about Slush Puffy that we didn't realize until we got it was okay, you got a base, which is the glycerin base, and then you got this, uh, f- the different flavors, and either of them are not sweet, right? You touch the flavor, you're t- ugh, it's like bitter and weird. You touch the base flavor, ugh, it's bitter and weird. You put them together, magically, it's fucking sweet. So that tells you it's nasty already, right? right. But it worked really good. And so we making, made Slush Puppies and microwave popcorn with fucking (laughs) THC in it and fucking rocked everybody's world. You know, it was like our staple. And uh, I've seen the people do the, I've seen people do the popcorn because popcorn works. you just, it's like, makes sense. It's oil. Right. Fucking, as long as it's that, it's, it's definitely activated. It works. But the slush puppies, these guys made slush puppies in Oklahoma. It was such a big hit that the fucking MED of Oklahoma or whatever they're called there locked fucking in on these people like you cannot do that and it was like I could just tell it was so funny because they they quoted people from Oklahoma were like it's my go to after work straight to Uh, the (laughs) people (laughs) can (laughs) do and I was like that was Matt because every morning Matt would call to make sure that the girls working behind the counter at the shop had turned on the slush puppy machine because he could not wait (laughs) when he got down there he had to have that slush puppy (laughs) I got to watch a grown man become fully addicted to a because <laughs> he had it was like his dream this would be me it was like when he was living in amsterdam he was like oh man i just wish i had a slush puppy right <clears Like, throat> that was his dream and then you know funny enough we were like then it was a point where it was like nobody else it was just just him in the corner just slurping it down and it's not, it's not good. It was putting him down the, down the bad trail at that point. I felt real bad because <laughs> Matt fucking was stacking on it. Anyway, but Oklahoma, the dream has come true.
3: So the last news story, Tell um, people in Utah, about 40 people so far have reported Receiving oh, yeah, awesome. seeds,
1: uh-huh. okay.
3: And the interesting thing is, is that they said uh, something in the article about how, at some point in time, these forty people have said, you know what, I might have purchased cannabis seeds from some some somebody's database. Probably got hacked, okay. They got the the addresses of people who grow grass, and they sent out seeds from China. And if you don't pay attention, if you just said, ah, I'm just going to plant these, they're kudzu, which is the most invasive species of plant you could probably ever have and if it took hold in our country it would be a serious threat it already, to our agriculture it already system is
4: here though isn't it i mean it's already here
3: but they're trying to spread it now so they're mm-hmm. sending seeds and they're hoping that what you'll do is you just throw them in the trash and then what happens is they go to a landfill and they'll grow oh
4: they'll they grow in just yeah that's the yeah. Th- that well that's the funny thing about them is that yeah because is horrible it's like it grows all over amsterdam too and it's like um so it'll grow so big in a season that you could pretty much like cut into it and build a village inside of it and nobody would even know it's there because it's so thick and it grows like this. But it's but it's almost like no integrity to it. You know, you can knock it over with like you just walk in with a stick and and it's like it's weird. It's it grows through the cracks of like concrete. Like really? you just like from the cracks of the concrete Will fill the entire parking lot. You know, you're just like, are you fucking kidding me? This shit is weird. It is it is definitely bad. How do you so, spell it? K-U-D-Z-U. K-U-D-Z-U. Yeah. It's good shit. Kudzu Kush, Kush, Kudzu Kush. That's my new thing. It's my new strain It's my new strand. That's my new strand. The kudzu kush.
3: You don't want it.
4: You yes. so don't just throw it some anonymous
3: seed in the ground and think it's uh somebody sent you a gift. Probably wasn't a
4: gift, yeah, well, that's the thing that, okay. so there you go. That's like a warning to because because if it is from a if they did somehow hack some weed fucking guys and they start sending these things around because if that, did you actually see it say weed people or because that's crazy. I, I'll have to go
3: back and find there were a bunch of different articles, a bunch of different yeah. news sources
4: because I'd seen it before, and I was like, okay, yeah, that's like ivy that's a yeah I mean, that's not good too whatever just i don't know. whatever look it, it up is, yourself to, get you to grow something that's don't not going to be good for us don't grow it don't grow it no yeah um all right well a now what so, yeah murder hornets now we have fucking kudzu explosion we're done, we're done. and we're done. Okay. we're done that's it we're done It's 7 we are done perfect official. we have three three minutes left and do we'll give you we deliver the exact amount that we offered we didn't yeah. skimp you. We were not going to skimp you. We're no, gonna it, we're going to run it right to the end, which is four more minutes. I'll give you a whole I want to give a shout out to obviously to uh, Irie Jeff for c- calling in and or ch- coming in on the on the Zoom there. Check his podcast out. Grow from the heart. It's got a shitload of episodes. I was checking them out. I've checked them out before, but I was checking them out yesterday just to see what's up. And uh, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. I was just like you pretty much could take the description of this and it could be my show or his show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's either or. We're both we're both like wishy-washy about the way we do stuff. Like, yeah, we're not going to say too much. We'll just keep it kind of, yeah, you know, we're just kind of growing and doing whatever. But at the same time, all good information because, I mean, listen, look at the title, Grow From Your Heart. That's what we're all about too. Yep. Except for MTI. Not, he, no. MTI doesn't have a heart, obviously, because it he cannot grow a seed. <laughs> I so do therefore, grow from my heart. Therefore, he has the coldest, deadest heart yeah. known to man. Yeah, man. And. Uh, Dave's just a narc, so. Yeah, totally. <laughs> 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 so we know that everyone knows that yeah. now. Uh, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot who it was. I forgot who the guy. Oh, it was. Uh, well, anyway. Oh, was the same guy who said that because Pharaoh, I like edibles, Pharaoh, I must not Pharaoh smoke. underscore something. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's a narc. He's not a real deadhead. Not a real deadhead. That's even right. though, even though. It's been quite, kind of proven multiple times on the show that he is quite the deadhead.
1: hmm Yeah. You know.
4: I'm
3: not trying to prove anything. I it's my my that's the that's my music. I love him.
0: He doesn't What's even listen that? to anything else now. He Nothing. quit listening to music after Jerry <laughs> oh <my>. died.
4: <laughs> really? Is this yeah. true? Is this true? Yeah, right? dude. Nothing so told for me. a few years. So he told me oh, in
0: okay, Vegas for a
3: few years. Yeah. I get you. For a few years, I nah, got yeah. you. He it quit. was hard. Come on. <laughs> if you, it was really really hard. It was. I just start crying. You know? I, I got it took you. me a while, probably about five years.
4: Yeah, but you made it. Look at you, y'all you it up now.
0: I'm gonna feel that way when Justin Bieber goes. No, I was kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh. All right, no. I can't believe you said that, MTA. I'm a terrible uh. person. I know.
4: <sighs> I know. Um, shout out to Sofa. Well, why do you put the camera speaking on him, so everyone can see Spe- his hair. Speaking of terrible people, so shout out to Sofa bad Why is that going?
0: Oh, they're Somebody, good. There's, there's a group. We of missed last week because oh, what? We we're terrible. All, we terrible. were all. Terrible. I was doing stuff. Everyone was doing stuff.
4: Really? So you guys just gave up on your audience like that? I would never do that to our chat gang. I know, we, right? When we don't do a show, it's for crazy reasons. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, Mark, show everybody the haircut. Come on.
4: Why? I, the camera. Oh my oh, Get down the okay, there. Can I do it? Oh, Turn it around. Oh
3: God! Turn it around. There we go. Hi. Look there at that. It is. Oh,
4: look at that. Oh.
3: See, he we're did like not the, get arrested. We literally okay? are he like a boy band.
4: We're the boy band. Adam Duncho yeah. boy band. We're gonna go out and do our show after this, right? We yep. Have, totally. We're gonna meet up with all our other boy band crew mm-hmm. any yes. particular reason why do you, you t- cut your hair
0: no it was hot oh. and i work in a oh. 90 degree warehouse
4: tell him it's because of me Got of course it. that's he saw me. with that he oh saw yeah oh, that's right it's like and you were like that's it i'm cutting my hair i'm very monkey yeah. see monkey do he saw he copied me yeah monkey uh, see, monkey do there yeah. you go well uh there you go shout out to, mo- to my beautiful wife cc who's uh, doing some more shopping here it's going really well. She's picked up a whole bunch of products and things. <laughs> and it's going to do well on the on the on the wallet. Uh, shout out to little Nick who's riding around on on his dirt bike. At level four now, four out of six. He's he's. It's gotten to the point where he's he's definitely like he he takes off. I'm like, holy shit. He doesn't realize how fast he's going. Right yeah. Now. He hasn't figured it out yet, which is is he's literally hanging on. But, uh, shout out to oh. Shout out to my mom. It's her fucking birthday today. she oh. probably for, remember oh. that, right? Uh, her 71st, so that's 710 technically, right? When you go 71.0, yep. right? That's her age. So it's her 710 year. Not like she's going to even smoke any dabs. She's always complaining about that. She complains about that. Every time we we sit down to do dabs, mm-hmm. Joel will be over. We'll be hanging out. Ross Bra' will be over. Yeah. I pull out the Rig, I get the dirty, dirty, dirty look. You're you slow, uh, you're making everybody stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on now, they're making themselves stupid. That's I'm funny. not doing it. Yeah, no. it's all self, it's all self done. Um, oh, one quick story. Yeah, before let's hear it. there's craziness. You want to talk about hey, okay, so former guest on the show, um, Mike Biggio, right, who is from Area 420. I mm. went down there finally because I was supposed to go down there the day that they put that lockdown on this. Place right, yes. Like the kibosh when they said, I remember that. It so, was, was the like, weekend, and I was, and I was go like, ah, oh, I guess we're not going, right? Because I didn't really want to, didn't know what was going to happen. I want to be trapped in some little town or something. So anyway, went down there. Uh, this is in uh, Moffat, Colorado, which is basically Crestone is probably the t- closest town. That's sort of a town that people might have heard of. Um, we get there; it's literally like bigger than the town, almost. Right, the town's 160 people in the town and uh area 420 is is 60 operations in one place right on 420 acres of land it's not all built out yet about half of it super impressed right walked around the place i was like wow way impressed like saw you know the potential of what's coming and also just even just what's already been done in a year i was like fuck yeah this is like road warrior meets it's like grow warrior right like it's like fucking road warrior grow rooms road warrior design like doesn't matter like the way that they they're they're because of their location they like when you get near there there's earth ships all on the like you're you've gone to taos and you see how like you cross the border going to taos going to new mexico and all of a sudden there's all these people with earth ships and cool buildings and weird fucking things because they're allowed to because there's no zero building codes anyway this thing was like awesome in that regards where you're like wow this is like a proper little weed village anyway sitting down with mike talking about uh where like my farm down in Albert, and start describing he's like asking me because he lived there before and uh he's like so what, tell me where you know where this house is and i'm describing it to him and he's like wait a minute, that's, that's where I lived, you know? And I'm like, no, no. And like literally lived in my house. That's crazy. F- a year before I moved in there in my mom's farm. And it was like the wackiest thing because we'd already met and talked and talked about the town and we're like, because he's like, yeah, we had issues there. Oh, we got busted. And I'm like, oh, my mom got busted there too. Holy shit, we're in the same. Oh my God, we're in the fucking, it's the classic. Wait, you have the same mom? No, the same fucking but busted (laughs) at the same place. So it's like the classic, the classic turn and burn fucking growth situation where you're like, so wait a minute, they didn't tell you. And then apparently the people before him got busted too. So there you go. And and, uh, even crazier was he goes, oh. You know the little carriage house next to the main house. That was where I live. I'm like, that's where me and Cece live. And it's a tiny little house with a little. Uh, we have a little loft, and so there's only one place to sleep, which is in the loft. So I'm like, so you and your wife lived in the same house, at the same like, slept in the same. Th-. I was crazy. It was like, what? Like, all our minds were blown. Like he called his wife, and we were just all like, holy shit, that is crazy as shit. So wacky, weird. But one wacky. thing he said, and one thing Mike said was. That piece of property is the most beautiful piece of property in all of fucking Colorado. Like, he, he, he recognized, like, he was like, he's no he's, argument he for said, me. He said it was like he lived there for one year and he said it was like the best year of his life, most amazing place ever. And he was, because the funny part was, is he was saying, Yeah, you know, we have this greenhouse up on top of a cliff and I, I got this spring. And I'm like, Dude, that's like really sounds a lot like the one that I was like to just, so it was like all this, like, it was crazy. Anyway, Didn't so that was to my, just ask him the address no 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 just just <laughs> you just sit over there and do what you do best shut the <laughs> hell up shut the hell Damn. up dave <laughs> dave dave's. all right but i'm bum dave the narc dave's the arc Dave. <laughs> oh we need the dave's the narc sound button yeah dave's the narc. Dave's shut the narc. fuck up narc, 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 narc. dave <laughs> yeah
0: if you're nah. listening uh rarefino we need a narc button Yes. No, we
1: don't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Row warrior. Adams rules or Adams.
1: Uh, yeah, oh, it's no, my rules, bro.
0: Request, request, request. No <coughs> rules. Man. I'll say
4: rules. All right, guys. Thanks. We're just gibber jabbering now. Now we're gibber jabbering yeah. We gave you. We came. We delivered. We gave a few extra bits. We didn't get a single nugget though. Where's the nugget? Just throw it in there. Fuck it.
0: Uh, I was gonna do it after his nugget. Which nugget? Oh yeah, we. Yeah, he had a good nugget, but that was a nugget. It kind of never ended.
4: Jeff, right? Yeah. Jeff nugget. That yeah. was a Jeff nugget. Late. To the show. And it yeah,
0: and it never stopped. So I was like, I don't know, it was the place to like you couldn't nugify it. You couldn't
4: nugify it. Yeah. That's what it was. All right. Well you got nuggets. You gotta go back in the show now to find out where the nuggets were. Yeah, man. See you next week. Peace. Peace.
1: Is a special
3: we don't want you to smoke genetically modified We want you to smoke
6: the real thing. One of to from the natural herb. Some call it marijuana, some call it sensor media, some call it lamb's bread, and some people call it. Ganja.